This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit ShopTalkPodcastStudio.com. Make something dun, 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 just in case. And I think Jaheen came in with like four quick hits and then never heard from that nigga again. Jaheen, had he spread that shit out, he would be like, yo, that's Jaheen. I mean, he kind of still Jaheen. I mean, all his shit was like respectable, like all the yeah. hits. But it's just like, God damn, dog. I think it was the Did it too quick. I know whoever funeral that nigga was at in that one outfit. Oh man, that's what killed it. Yeah. Like, yo, you just know because the internet him. hadn't seen that nigga in forever. And then you popped up looking like Bokeem at the funeral and uh and uh Queen of Sim. No coming back from that shit. Yeah, dog. Yeah, I know Queen and Sim wasn't like that long ago. But can I get another film like that? Man, something powerful, something black, fucking yo, um, nacho typical relationship shit. Queen and Slim, then the photograph. Mm. Like that was only 2018, 2019, right? Oh no, 2020, 2019, 2020. Uh, photograph was 2020. Queen mm. and Slim was th- November 19, yeah. Man, can we get some shit like that again? Or I feel like. Cause it's kind of funny, right? Queen and Slim, even though we know it wasn't directed by her, but it's uh, related to Lena Way. And then photograph Issa all up in her involvement. I'm like, dog, are they the only two like really concerned with putting out like some good black ass movies, dog? Like good in depth, nacho traditional relationship shit. Cause like I love a good rom com, nigga. And I'm debating but man, give about, me some serious shit. I'm debating it even about having this conversation I'm about to bring up. Mm-hmm. We here now. Ain't shit to talk about. Because, like, I don't mean this in a bad way. Right. And I already, ah, fuck. But I don't want to say it and then, like, somebody hear me and now that's your opinion about this. Got you. But I'm going to do it anyway. Fuck <laughs> What are your feelings about this Eddie Murphy movie um trailer I'm indifferent because I only seen the one trailer like I thought because that trailer came out what over a month ago I thought it might be like an extendo trailer later that might give me a little more opinion I'm indifferent right now um it ain't hitting I love Jonah Hill love Eddie Murphy these aren't people who I don't fuck with Lauren London is in it Love Lauren London. So it's like everybody who is attached to this movie. People I fuck with. I really enjoy. Thoroughly. Even the people I know that's in this movie that they haven't even shown. Shown in the shit. Thoroughly enjoy. Andrew Schultz is in this movie. That's Meg the Stallion's in this movie. Like everybody yeah. who's anybody. Well, like Yeah, yeah, currently. Yeah, yeah. Who could be in this movie is in this movie. I heard about this shit a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, I'm pretty Eddie sure Murphy. We announced coming. this shit. I don't like the trailer. But the trailer's so, and that's what's fucked up. Trailer don't tell you shit. 
And I guess that's a good thing. Yeah, because it ain't giving away too much. Yeah. So if it is some like crazy laughs or dope moments in it, they aren't spoiling it. I think at this particular point, because of who's in it. Yeah. Yo, just tell me who's in it and when it's coming out. And I'm going to go like, it's Netflix, my G. It's like a Rick Ross album. You don't need a single at this point. Just drop. Because if you don't do the trailer right. Yeah. Could turn people off. I remember uh, watching uh, Vinny Chase. Mm -hmm. It was like, (laughs) yo, I can make any movie look fire off off the trailer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the trailer didn't, it didn't wow me. But it didn't turn me. It just, I seen it and was like, okay, this is that movie we talked about that time. And do you think it's, I think it's maybe for me, it's quite unbelievable that Jonah Hill will be with uh, Lauren London? No. Cause oh, like, hold up. Do I believe it's unbelievable? Yeah. Oh, 1000%. Nigga. Like that, that don't even look like. So that's one of the more like, okay, that's interesting. But then. You just mentioned my nigga Vinny Chase. Go back to Entourage when she linked with Turtle for them two episodes she was on on Entourage season three, I think. And it was like, Lauren London? But it's like, maybe this is, I don't know, dog. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe the character, once we actually see it, they might have some chemistry. Because they they not together at all. In the, uh, They don't even show her in the trailer, do they? Yeah. They do uh, show There is her. another trailer. Okay, all right. I've I've only seen that very first one that I sent like, you. Your parent, you think your parents are like me, and okay. then they like that. Since yeah. you opened the door, the parents were liked her. And yeah, and it was kind of. I don't. They might have some chemistry. Guess who's coming to dinner? Well, that's clearly what they're going after. Part nine. Yeah. Um. See, I didn't rest want in peace, Bernie Mac, because I enjoyed. Guess or who? Sydney Portier. Yeah. Rest <laughs> in peace, Sydney Portier. I enjoyed. Guess who? Which was the flip? Because we already got. Obviously, Sidney Poitier's version was, hey, I'm bringing this black man to dinner. Guess who flipped it? She brought Ashton Kutcher, Zoe Saldana. Gave us a comedic relief, flipped it a little bit. Now we're getting a different version. Well, so not like version. one of these? Um, like a version of this? I feel like she, she was, was in, in a, movie uh, with a white uh, uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was in, damn, that was actually a very good movie. Hold on. Because that was with, uh, it was Blair Underwood. It was a few people in that movie. Um, hang on, Sanaa Lathan. That movie was actually fire, low key. Um, all right, let's go to movies. All that being said, I am one hundred percent something new, something new, something new, which is not something new. <laughs> no, no, but something new was definitely less comedic yeah. than than what they're going for here. All that being said, I'm 100% watching. For sure, going to watch it. And we're going to talk about today. it. Yeah, we're going to talk about it. And I hope I'm like blown away. And when I say we're going to talk about it, I'm not 100% telling y'all we're going to review it. We're going to discuss it. Might not be a full breakdown. Might not be a separate episode. Maybe it will be. Maybe it won't. I don't know. It depends on the movie. But niggas be getting hyped. Y'all niggas ain't review like who the shout out to my nigga Rambo nigga check this like I am thoroughly disappointed y'all ain't reviewed a Sam Jackson show nigga did we though no and shout out to I ain't even finished that which one the banker no 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 the show on Apple TV plus uh dollar me dollar oh I haven't watched it yet yeah I 
started it, it was kind of like, all right, I ain't in that mood right I now. Let me get really back. good things. Oh, I, Ptolemy Gray. That's yeah. what I've heard it's phenomenal. His best work. I just ain't watch, dog. You know how much shit is out that we have to review. Ptolemy Gray ain't a have to. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> What's so fucking crazy is like once I watch this shit, it's probably gonna be like, yo, why we <laughs> yo, why we ain't review this shit? I'm asking like, yo, when the hey. next good black shit and that shit, <laughs> shit is already <laughs> shit is fucking probably phenomenal. <laughs> but no, I've heard this is like. <laughs> like that nigga's like this Magnum nigga, Opus type this shit. This nigga dog. yelling at the pot right now. Yeah. You whole ass Y'all niggas. niggas ain't watch Ptolemy Gray. Bro, I couldn't even pronounce this shit till y'all niggas start talking about it. So leave me alone. Yo, I was looking at um You know, you can send voice notes and shit off the uh off the anchor app and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, you can make comments off the anchor app too. Mm-hmm. I was looking at a comment uh the other day. Somebody left. <laughs> Yo, it was it was pissed. <laughs> I think it was our best man review yeah. uh from Best Man Holiday. <laughs> Cause that was a three hour episode. Yeah. <laughs> the niggas was like, Yo, y'all took so long to get to the review, I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> It was like, yo, maybe I, I'll try back later or next, next <laughs> Wake up, Mr. West. That shit is 90 years old, nigga. Uh, we yeah. was just trying to go into the show. So relax, doggy. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a good two hours of regular content. <laughs> and I'm like, nigga, it was a holiday episode. That ain't even uh, a good holiday movie if we focused on that. I'm not about to be bringing our audience down. I prom- that sad ass shit. I promise Fuck you. out of here, commenter. I promise you that's not a shot. I legitimately No, it's a up. shot from Ant, nigga. <laughs> Fuck out of here, dog. Just- and leave another voice note <laughs> with your name and number on it, nigga. I'll give you a call on the fucking pod, nigga. Uh, I pro- for sure, I-, I legitimately cracked up because like that's some shit i say i remember i remember when uh the black panther movie came out the first one the first one okay and like dr umar and like somebody else dropped like a three and a half hour pod so to speak on youtube about it yeah and i i don't remember watching this shit but i remember being in youtube comments like nigga this shit longer than the movie <laughs> 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 and did not watch that shit and uh then the nigga started dropping three hour pods so you hey, know man. uh my Here's bad because <laughs> we've, we've gotten that feedback like oh shit you know the beginning part should be separate from the, the review parts or do the timestamp so people can go straight to the review no nigga Listen to the shit. You want to get to the review fast forward or don't and just listen to this whole bitch and we going to get there when we get there. Guess what? All this shit ain't compelling content, my nigga. Best Man Holiday, enjoyed it a little more this time around than I did when it came out in 2013. Nigga, I could review that in 20 minutes. Harper was broke. Lance was retiring. Mia did. <laughs> Fuck you on for me, nigga. We gotta break this shit out. And Jordan bit, said, dog. "Guess who's coming to dinner?" <laughs> <laughs> like what? Oh shit! Chappelle level callbacks in this y- bitch. Yo, dog. uh. <laughs> so is that it? A woman get <laughs> yo. <laughs> a woman get famous? She should go get a white man. It's dog, like, <laughs> dog. I'm like, that's bro. funny. That's a Low key, thinking of the first movie. Yeah, thinking of the second. I mean, the third yeah. series. You with this white man don't make sense. Ma'am, her with the white man didn't make sense. Her with Terry Silver didn't make sense. 
Like her with Harper don't make sense. I don't know why niggas thought that was just like the automatic. Um, speaking of which, with that series review that we just did, the two parter, we got some phenomenal feedback from that, dog. Mm. Like I, I've been hearing a lot of people share their thoughts with me on our review, and I thought that we did a really good job on both sides, man. Um, it was funny, it was poignant, we made a lot of just really classic fucking jokes out of some shit that probably wasn't jokey, <laughs> but damn it, we had a ball with it, man. Yeah. Those was those were really good pods, man. Um, I thought so. Some of that shit. Sometimes I listen to these episodes. Yeah. Sometimes I don't. Yeah. We do drop three hour pods. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Um, but uh, yo. Know, I be listening to back to these podcasts like like I wasn't here when we recorded them. Yeah. And I be laughing and saying some of the things that I would say before I say I'm like, yeah. oh, shit, I really must have meant that. Because I forgot I said that and I'm saying the same thing again. Sometimes uh, I leave out of the studio and I know we dropped 81 on them real quick. Like sometimes you just know, dog. And with them best man pods and to uh, to that listener. Another reason I didn't have a ton to say about Best Man Holiday, <laughs> I was ready to get to the show, dog. Like, I wanted new shit. Like, that was just a precursor because we ain't had shit else to record. Um, I'm really, really, like, happy with what we turned out for that show. I, I thought that the series did great. Speaking of which, I'm glad you brought that shit up. Um, them niggas breaking records over at Peacock. Mm. It's the first Peacock original to crack the Nielsen top ten. Like they they in there they doing some shit so let's see I saved it best man final chapter sets a peacock record for highest streaming debut plus becomes the network's first streaming series to land on Nielsen's top 10. Yeah, man. Um, I thought that shit was great. That was like perfect timing. Yeah, I you dropped so. it around Christmas. Everybody's home. It's the best man. We all familiar. You cut it on with your mama there, your grandma there, your daughter, everybody. We all know, nigga. Suk there, P there. Mama there, mama P there, there, C there. Like, it was just, yeah, whoever was responsible for dropping that when they dropped it, you did a great job, nigga. That was phenomenal. Yo, I don't know who, I don't remember yeah. uh, who posted this in the This Week in Culture Facebook group. Yo, Petey Pablo's a wild nigga, dog. Man. Did you, re I don't remember them lyrics. And the so goody so young, still got, got milk on your tongue. tongue. Slow down, little one. <laughs> you ain't got long. <laughs> <laughs> what, Petey Papa? <laughs> nigga, go <laughs> straight to jail. I'm been listening to this all for 15, 20 years. Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundo, nigga. You are a nasty creep, bro. Get that nigga the first and nasty the song award of the year. Was about my goodies, goodies. <laughs> and not, not giving on, them man. up. Come on. And he wanted them. You ain't got long. And he sounded like he was going to wait for him. Yo, yo, Petey Pablo. Petey Pablo's a groomer? Maybe that's why he went to prison. for. The <laughs> <laughs> Did he go to prison? He, he he was one of the first niggas who went to prison for having a gun at the airport. Yeah. I thought you was about to say he was one of the first <laughs> niggas who went to prison. I'm like, what? <laughs> How old is this nigga? <laughs> he, went to the, he, him, he started fucking around with Suge Knight and then went mm. to the airport with a with a gun in his back. Wasn't bag. the uh, North Carolina, wasn't they in prison in that video? <laughs> <laughs> like swinging around they jail blues and shit? Premonition. Yo, man. Petey Pablo a wild nigga. You wonder... I have no idea what they do in North Carolina. Uh, but I I got to think that J. Cole's the best rapper ever to come out of North Carolina. Well, but, either him or Petey Pablo. I'm sure... 
<laughs> J. Cole gotta be the best. <laughs> but like, hmm. What if they hate that helicopter song? Oh, you're like, man. You know what I mean? They play it at Panthers games. I've heard it there. Like, I've only gone to one Panther game in Charlotte, but. Yeah, and, and white folks do the blade yeah, at yeah, the Pistons. Yeah, at the Pistons. Game. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, yeah, and yeah. it's it's uncomfortable. Yeah. It doesn't make me happy. I even seen, what's, who we just draft? Who, who was our draft on the, uh, on the Lions this year? From oh, Aiden, him. Aiden, yeah. Like Aiden that's... Hudson just did that shit a couple weeks ago. Stop bossing up. Thanksgiving game or some shit like that. Yeah. Don't boss up. Yeah, I didn't love it. Don't boss didn't up. Didn't love it. It just looked awkward. I don't feel like, you know, we love our white listeners. Shout out to y'all. Um, I don't know that their shoulders do the, the blade. Cor- like, you have to be from a certain level of, like, streets. You have to understand. To what hit that blade. You got to understand what you're doing. Yeah. And they look like they see it, but you don't understand what you're doing. I don't think their shoulder bones is correct. Like, you got to have, like, poverty shoulders. You know what it is? Hmm. You actually have to hear the song playing in your head. Also a fact. Right. Also a fact. And they've never heard that song. Yeah. Cause mm. it's, you, you actually own beat to the. No, 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 Like, no, 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 no. And shout out to y'all who have no idea what we talking about. Oh, yeah, this is a very Detroit convo. Um, but we're gonna have a lot more of those with BMF. So you niggas get ready. Um, something else I wanted to mention. Uh, we talked best man. Oh, again, just because, uh, somebody else asked me about it earlier this, well, over the weekend. Um, your honor. Mayor of Kingstown. They both premiere this week. Friday the 13th. They'll be out. So uh, a day that's very near and dear to my heart. Um, for those who know me and or my first name should put those two together. I mean, if you couldn't put it together, you don't want to play games with <laughs> niggas who are smarter than you. <laughs> um, but uh, this Friday the 13th, Your Honor, Mayor of Kingstown, they are both back. Um, I just saw the extended trailer for Your Honor. This nigga, Brian Crant, going to give him no award, dog. I don't know what award, but going to give it to him, dog. He looks as depressed as any human has ever looked in a movie. I can't fucking wait. Rosie Perez got a lot more lines in this movie or this series. Um, Yo, Rosie Perez was in this? Yeah. You remember she was like an investigator or a detective or something in the first season? I do not. And now she like fully back. She like immersed in this shit now. I do not. Like, yeah, dog. She back, back. Um, Our one homie from The Wire, she yeah, back. Sure. Um, Clay Davis is back in this bitch. The little Italian Joe Pesci looking gangster nigga looks just as menacing as he did in the first season. I am very fucking excited. And you know what makes me more happy? That fucking son is dead. And he won't be here. Because he pissed me off all last season, dog. So I'm very excited for this season, man. Your honor coming up this Friday. Mayor of Kingstown. Um, prayers go out to the homie Jeremy Renner, man. That shit's still wild. So on Friday. Okay. You got one show that you can watch. That you can spend one hour of time on. Okay. Is it BMF? <laughs> no. Or is it Your Honor? It's 1,000% <laughs> Your Honor. And that's not a knock to the Black Mafia family. <laughs> the real one. <laughs> but it is not to stars. Because <laughs> if I had an hour on Friday, if I had 24 hours to live. <laughs> Just think. <laughs> what would you do? Like. No, I would 100% turn on your honor, man. Um, we gonna, when we get into BMF, I'm a, 
I'm a, so I tell you those two shows are 100% going behind a paywall. Um, oh yeah, Your Honor and Mayor of Kingstown is happening. But I, I do want to, to to try to explain like why that is the case because they're white. What? <laughs> 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 You're black. Yeah. They're white. You niggas come here for the culture. Yo, you go behind the paywall for whites. Side note. What up? Have you seen the clips? That Lou Duvall has been posting of Terrence Howard. I've seen a couple. I didn't know. Like, did you know this movie existed? That basketball shit. Yeah, nigga, never heard of it till I saw that clip, and I cried. Dog. Did you watch the full five minutes? Yes. Of, that whole speech. Yo, this might be the greatest piece of cinematography Fam. history that I never knew existed. That was so a funny. Nigga dog. told me Holly Berry was in there and she dipped her titties into guacamole. So, oh no. <laughs> wait now we got a new movie <laughs> to review like i did like, not know this was a thing new throwback review <laughs> what's funny i had heard of the name of the shit when mm -hmm. i read that but i was like i definitely never saw this movie and i never knew it clearly never knew what it was about that shit was real life funny though dog he said no <laughs> they're white you're black <laughs> This ain't hockey. Dog. That nigga said God did his part already. He gave you a foot and a half dick. Dribble with that <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, yo, what is going on? Dog, hold on. So I want to give niggas the uh the name of this movie. Movie 43. Movie 43. Yep. Yeah, I heard of this shit. I really do remember hearing about it, but I never knew what it was about. Definitely never saw it. That scene was fucking hilarious, bro. Yikes. This <laughs> Oh, Hallie really did the Pertidian guac. And I have a, a steal of it. <laughs> I mean like the whole <clears throat> uh you know, you just got engaged. We not even gonna go down that route. No, no, no absolutely not. <laughs> Don't watch the movie. Absolutely not. Um I, I got a link to the movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh speaking of shit that's back, we wanna get it back to the culture. Godfather of Harlem season three. Oh, shit. this Sunday, January fifteenth. Oh, uh, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I do want to let y'all know, like, kind of like why mm -hmm. you feel me. We've been we've been talking about uh, some extra content. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, because whether or not the pod is three hours, we up here for three and a half to four hours every time we record the pod. Factual. Um, and that, I mean that is a big. Uh, it's a commitment. A big commitment. Um, and then to watch two more shows um, in the same week because we're basically going to be reviewing three different shows. Mm -hmm. um, and each of those shows are an hour. So we got to watch those at least once. Well, I'm sorry, really, at least twice. And then put all that content together. Basically, it's a it's a giant commitment uh, weekly for us to be able to do all three of those. Yeah. And I, I, I legitimately can't give away three six nine ten hours a week like, nah not for the free ball um I, like I, I just i can't <laughs> and i you know what's funny man i thought of it like you know how there are shows that we we just pay the ultimate respect to when we come in here and we just get straight to the business yeah the snowfalls of the world insecure when i was out where it's like i right, nigga Ain't no culture shit, none of that. We just talking that show, that episode. We're not that beating movie. around a bush with yeah, spoilers. Yeah, yeah. We're not giving you none of that. We just coming in and we talking right to the shit. Um, I feel like Your Honor can be that type of show. I feel like Mayor of Kingstown can be that type of show. BMF TBD right now. It's only been one episode. 
this episode felt very similar to early episodes of season one where I was kind of like uncertain about the amount of content we would be able to get out of it. But until I know what we in for until motherfuckers have proven like, I, right, there's a lot here to talk about. We can't come in and give you that same two to three hour pod for two to three different shows in two or three days a week. All this shit come out and within, not fam. All this shit come out within three days of each other. Cause I'm like, Ugh, your honor and, and BMF available Fridays. Um, I think what's the name? Mayor of Kingstown. I want to say comes out Sunday on the mm-hmm. 15th. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's a lot of content to try to have to, and niggas got jobs. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then we come in here, come do our thing. It just, it gets a little tight. So, and like, uh, actually, Run the studio that we yeah. <laughs> that we record out of. So, uh, one of the studios gonna be booked for yeah. for twelve hours yeah. out of the, like it's, yeah. it's a that's, lot. That's time and that's money. But more importantly, man, um, you'll probably get some other shit behind that. But it won't just be these additional shows. Like we've talked for the years that we've been doing this pod about having a paywall because there's so much shit in general we don't discuss. In detail, right? You niggas want the Ptolemy Gray pod. It might have to go behind the paywall because everything isn't going to be like the shit that we decide to review on the front end is like proven ratings. It's proven interest online, right? It's we know that our numbers won't dip based on niggas not really fucking with this content. Ptolemy Gray, I ain't hear a lot of niggas talking about. You know what I'm saying? And this, it don't mean that the content wasn't good, but it's like we still got to make sure that we're discussing the shit that everybody wants us to talk about. But that paywall is going to be for the shit that maybe everybody watching and maybe they not, but we want to discuss this shit. Last week we was talking, um, or I was referring to like some of the listeners been tapped in for so long and you, you, you react and comment back and forth on Instagram and all mm-hmm. this stuff and it mm-hmm. kind of feel like a family. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can, can just kind of talk to that. Yeah. Yeah. You don't got to be as, um, as general with some, even though some of the shit probably do not sound general. Yeah. But facts. <laughs> wait till you get behind it all. <laughs> and that's going to be the other part, right? Like there will be a lot of exclusive content in the, uh, <clears throat> the paywall so i i just feel like what we're going to be able to discuss over there it'll feel a little more just open combo you know what i'm saying yeah we'll be talking these shows but i also kind of want to interwork um like watching some of this stuff in real time with some of the people yeah because yeah. now they have different apps and things that you can sync up and yeah. no matter where you at we can watch at all times together. yeah yeah and, uh, yeah 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 so yeah we we got a lot that we're gonna do man and um i i really think that 2023 especially with finally creating a paywall and just getting the content ready to go over there it'll give us another layer to give to our listeners because maybe the original pods maybe they can only be two hours instead yeah, of three no, no, hours no, like, but maybe they do shorten up because yeah. it's like hey if you want all the other wild shit it might be over here. Or but, like some shit I just got to get off my chest. Yeah. And some shit I don't. And that's 
a lot of shit doesn't get discussed on the main pod that me and Jay might talk about before the mics come on That's or fact. after they go off. And it ain't that we don't want to discuss it, but it's just like, I don't know. And think about the paywall. Yo, maybe over there y'all get little 20, 30 minute segments of shows that I don't know if any of you niggas is watching, but I enjoy the fuck out of this dog. And I'm going to talk about it a little bit more in detail over there, but maybe we don't got a two hour pod for it. So, yo, cause I would give you niggas three hours of Yellowstone. <laughs> oh man! In nineteen twenty three and eighteen ninety three, I get y'all niggas uh, riches on Prime. Riches was a phenomenally black. If there was a show about the fucking uh, diaspora and fucking wealth and just beautiful black people in London, <laughs> nigga, Riches was fire, dog. Mm. I thoroughly enjoyed that show, and it was only six episodes. You was in and out before you even fucking realized how dope it was. It was going off. I can talk about shit like that over there, but I don't know if y'all niggas watch riches like that. I have no fucking clue. It was just some shit. Me and Shorty saw on Prime and was like, yo, I like that cover. Let's check it out. Turned out to be a phenomenal fucking show. So, yo, man, new content coming. Maybe it'll it'll give you niggas something else to be mad about <laughs> maybe we can finally satisfy everyone i don't know you just never know man this podcasting shit is rough really rough um you know what's funny dog i was thinking about uh this pod specific i've been thinking about the bmf pod for a month since i went to that fucking premiere and now i finally feel like i can talk because <laughs> i couldn't say i enjoyed the premiere yeah I enjoyed the experience of going to that premiere early, seeing Terry, real Southwest T talk, seeing Lil Meech talk, seeing some of the showrunners and creators talk. That was all great. <sighs> I didn't love the premiere, dog, the episode, the actual episode. I thought it was okay. I thought it was okay. Like I, they lined up <coughs> some shit. They kind of set up some shit. We got a lot of new characters. All that's great. You know what I think uh, the difference is from watching BMF and then watching the original OG Powers and stuff on yeah. Stars? Yeah. Is it's a slow build because we can't basically make a whole bunch of dramatic shit happen because it's like a true story. It's real life. It's like it's based upon a true story. But so I agree with that. And so like. It's damn near documentary movie yeah. combined. So I agree with that, and I don't hate that. Actually, I don't mind that at all, because I don't need you to make a bunch of dramatic shit happen. Because I understand this. I'm very familiar with the BMF story, as are you. But what I think they do, and what I'm, what I'm thinking is maybe not connecting with me, because they can't make a lot of dramatic shit happen, they have these niggas acting very dramatically. Mm. And that's... It's throwing me off, dog. Like, they're... How many, uh, bro, we about to take over the world speeches can you do? Nigga. It's supposed to be me and you, nigga, to the, to the, to the, to the, to the wheels fall off. No, we not PM. We not 12th Street. We not the 50 boys. Say bye to all of them. If y'all niggas want to get all the money you ever made in your motherfucking life, you want to get richer than you ever got rich. And now, I was like, God now, damn, this nigga been talking for seven minutes. Now, granted... You might have heard that speech from the real life Meech every time you saw him. <laughs> I've seen the videos. <laughs> like, I know how Meech talk. <laughs> so, but it could be definitely true to life. But what's funny, right? Because it's it's two. It's kind of two parts to that. 
They'll give you a dramatic ass scene like they did when that nigga had the uh, 50 boys and 12th Street combine and form BMF Transformers and shit. I thought they did that last season, too. I'm 100% certain they did. I'm glad you said that because I meant to go back this week. I'm going to go back because they already did that, bro. And they they already accidentally came up with the name BMF and did a toast to BMF. Lil Zane created BMF. (laughs) I remember. I was there. Like, why is this (laughs) I was there. (laughs) I was literally there when Lil Zane created BMF. It was Obella. Like, dog. Yo, shout out to Where were you when Lil Zane brought BMF in? (laughs) But... The other thing that Marv I, Neal styled BMF. I mean, he on, styled him for that song, for that fucking episode. Marv Neal did all this back then. <laughs> <laughs> he did it then. Marv, what up? Um, but no, the uh, the other thing that I was like, they're giving, they're putting a lot of words in the actors' mouths. the The script is being, I don't want to say overworked or overwritten, but it's so wordy. That it doesn't feel natural, dog. Like, it was a scene. Yo, that's not no prison novel. <laughs> Nigga. Because, <laughs> like, if I wasn't seeing it, these words are very descriptive. Nigga. But I am watching it. Bro, this, that is what that, that's a perfect way to describe that. This sounds like Donald Goins, <laughs> <laughs> like reading a Donald Goins book out loud, dog, where you're getting every detail, but you're getting it in the script. And it's like, nigga, I'm looking. I, I see that. Like, it was a scene uh, where they were in The Raven. Mm-hmm. And uh, when Big L came in, she talked to the K-9 dude. Um, and when she walked off, K-9 was like, to Meech, she was like, well, sh- if she don't fuck with you, why should I? And Meech was like, man, that bitch was just threatened by, what do you say? She was you threatened know, by Shine. You but- know how many times I had to rewind that and I still couldn't make out what he actually said? Well, nigga, so, so at first, he, or no, he was like, that bitch was just threatened by Flash. And the follow-up sentence, nigga, and I'm, I'm completely paraphrasing now because my way is just going to be funnier. That nigga was like, man, that bitch just threatened by Flash. And my sun rays shine so bright that when other niggas get around me, they shine brighter too. Like, That's he said damn so what he many said. Bro, I was sitting there like, if I didn't have the captions on because my fucking fiance is deaf, I wouldn't know what that man said, dog. Women? Are- <laughs> no, women can't hear. Yo, you've been seeing that one do, text going around. two things at the same time. You've yeah. been seeing that one screenshot of that text when that nigga said, the girl was like, I was on the phone with this dude, and then he hung up on me and sent me this, and the text was like, call me back when you get some fucking ears. <laughs> 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 and then her reply was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have not seen Dog, that. I'm going to send you that shit. It's funny as fuck because the nigga was fed up and I felt him. But you got to, I know you don't use FaceTime, uh, <laughs> but you can turn live captions on on FaceTime. Did you know that? Holy shit. I did not know it's that. It's still in bed. Like, so you, so while you talking live mm-hmm. on the screen, the words come up too. Wow. Yeah. Wow. When, uh, when we FaceTime. Bet you didn't know that. <laughs> now you know. <laughs> Try that, droid. <laughs> they found no, that too. <laughs> they found a blow up, nigga. Has anybody from a droid tried to FaceTime you? They can't. <laughs> uh, but whenever that happens, I have to initiate and send yeah. them the link to join yeah. my shit. Yeah. No, never ever do that. But because, like, some of the family shit is, uh, mm. they want to go on the Zoom. I'm like, I don't want to download that. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't want to have to type in a special yeah. pin code. <laughs> Meeting ID. Oh, you didn't pay for this? Uh, wrap this up in 45 40 minutes? minutes <laughs> like, oh, man. I don't want to do that. So. All right. Well, oh, real quick before we go on. Mentioning this, even though by the time y'all hear it, I hope that both of these tickets already be given away. Chicago and Charlotte, Chicago and Charlotte area listeners, got something for y'all. If you are trying to go to the Home Alone early screen, or not Home Alone, <laughs> God damn it, house party. That nigga said Home Alone. God Kevin! Damn it. No, you niggas are not Kevin McAllister. If y'all are trying to go to the house party early screening, um, Wednesday, this Wednesday, January 11th, I have passes today. Yeah. By the time y'all hear this tomorrow, the screening will be Wednesday. Um, I got passes, Charlotte and Chicago. Um, one of the listeners from Charlotte just emailed. I'm not going to say her name on the pod, but oh, you so got today him. Today the knife. Yeah. 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 So you we know, got, I've been walking all around today thinking, thinking that it was the a 10th. Oh no, no, nah, nigga. You off. Mm. So, uh, Homie that just emailed, you got them. I got you. Two tickets coming your way. Um, so the Charlotte ones are gone by the time y'all hear this. But Chicago, you still got a chance. Any of our listeners in Chicago who want to go see House Party early, got some screening passes for y'all. So Yo, hit us up. Somebody who said they uh, sent us something uh, in a DM and shit was like, yo, do I got to be in Chicago? <laughs> uh, shout out to, you got to be in Chicago for this one. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, this, this a whole screening. Sometimes we can't see them shits. Yeah. Um, I love my, I love our, our, uh, our family. We, yo, that's, I'm going to stop calling them listeners, dog. They, this real family shit over here, man. Um, I want to call them Twickers. <laughs> Cause it's, I mean, T, T, W, it's Twick. I mean facts But I be mad When everybody have like A name for the people They fuck with mm -hmm. Alright um, Like the stallions Yeah like Yo What up niggas I don't know <laughs> <laughs> I guess if we had A cooler one It would be straight <laughs> Twickers is funny though Alright Um We got What up Twix <laughs> All the Twix <laughs> We got a, a Voice note from the homie D. Scott he says, sorry, I'm late. These guy, we literally just got here. <laughs> so you're right on time, bro. Don't even worry about it. You're going to be like, uh, what's up? <laughs> Somebody th thought he said goon raccoon. Yo, that was funny no, as fuck. It was gooey. <laughs> gooey raccoons. <laughs> Happy New Year's this week in culture. How's my favorite gooey raccoons doing? Ant and Jay. Uh, want to say Happy New Year's. See how y'all boys. No, uh, that's the one from last New week. Year's. Uh, shout out she to Ant getting engaged. Yeah, uh, hopefully a, the listeners invite. Hold on. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Let's try this again. Happy New. Nope. I and it say thirty three minutes ago. That's weird. Did that's not downloading the right one? Maybe he sent the same file. Oh man, D Scott, if you got a new voice note, send that one, bro. Oh, but by the time you hear us say this, it won't matter because we'll be done recording. All right, well, should tweet him like, yo, uh, yeah, tell him, tweet that nigga, tell him right back in, dog, or or re-record that motherfucker. Um, in the meantime, got a voice note from the homie name tag. <laughs> uh, BMF season two episode one, episode one dot 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 mid. Like Air Force One mids, fully strapped. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> All right, let's see what my dog thought about it. He kind of just told us in the damn body of the email, but fuck it, we here. Hey, Jay, what up, though? 
It's name tag. Man, um, season two premiere BMF. It was decent. <laughs> decent watch. You know, it kept my attention. But something that isn't sitting right with me is the way they are delivering the lines on this show. Specifically, uh, Young Meech. Oh, shit. It sounds like at any moment he's going to say, Oh, no, my brother. You got to get your own. Y'all remember that commercial? It's, it sounded like he would say that at any moment. Speaking of house party. <laughs> All right. He's delivering his lines. Um, now, uh, what's his name? Detective Bryant, uh, played by Steve Harris. He, he's doing an exceptional job on here, of course. But, you know, he this is what he do. Man. Uh, oh, that's what I wanted to ask y'all. If, another hypothetical, of course, if y'all could pick the theme song specifically a detroit song for this uh tv show because I, I still don't understand i get it you know 50 cent is behind it i get it but why why do we have to have a uh 50 cent <laughs> rapping on the song charlie wilson okay I, i'm cool with that but still like 50 you ain't got to do every theme song for your show um but if you could pick a classic detroit rap song for this show, what would it be? Off top, I would personally say Come Roll by Blade Icewood. It would probably be hard. They'd probably have to get a super clean edit of it, but I'd be cool with it being <laughs> an instrumental. But I want to know what, what song would y'all pick? And lastly, at some point, Lala has to get tired of being over-sexualized mm. with every single role that we've seen her in in these TV shows. At some point. It, it has to get tired. It has to. <laughs> I want to see her do something else besides play the same character and everything we see her in. But that's it. Looking forward to y'all thoughts. Peace. I don't get tired. <laughs> um, yo, yeah. name tag. That was a phenomenal voice note. It by really way. was. Yo, a lot of that was really attractive in this. In this, uh, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate how she looked. But here's, I don't hate how Lala looked. I just they did what I preferred my Lala doing though. Don't give her too many lines. Don't hit whoever write uh, Meech lines. Don't write Lala's. Keep her with whoever wrote these seven lines she said, bro. I feel like Meech be freestyling. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey, yo, turn the track up. <laughs> turn the nigga, track it, was, up. it was one scene that nigga said, no, nah, they don't got the tenacity that I got. I was like, yo. <laughs> In 89, niggas was talking. All right. Um, yo, it's one part. It's and I'm I'm gonna get to it when we get to the scene where me I'm sorry where T goes and sees Lala yeah the second time yeah only a Detroit nigga can figure out what's wrong with this what, what's wrong the with the, brand yes. okay yes yes <laughs> yes <laughs> I was like yo fucking brand new I was about okay. to say I'm about to text yeah. Marv like yo Marv <laughs> no and what's fucked up I paused it and was like I think they grabbed some old lenses and put them on some new mother we'll get there we'll get there um alright so before we get to name tags question about what song we would have I dare before we even get there let me tell you my issue with wish me luck right cause I was gonna open the pod with wish me luck the official version of wish me luck isn't the one we hear on the show. Okay. That verse is on there, but the official on Apple, on Spotify version. The one that they own and want to give money and publish. That they get of. paid for. Name tag, if you thought having 50 on there was not Detroit and BMF enough, 
the official version is Charlie Wilson, 50, Snoop, and Moneybag Yo. You couldn't grab one nigga from the city. Not one nigga. But. You ain't even grab a nigga from Atlanta. One, uh, there is not a song that would fit. Uh, because the songs that we would think of, there's like, that shit is way after BMF. Not after BMF, but after BMF. It doesn't capture the era. Yeah, it don't that, capture that, the era. That this show is specifically focused yeah. on, yeah. Um, now, I would say something I wouldn't hate, even if they maybe sampled it and slowed it down a little bit and played with the speed. Hello, Detroit, I think would be a fire intro for this shit. Give my nigga Sammy Davis a little love on that bitch. You like, can't find the Sammy Davis version of that song yeah. anywhere. It's Yo. only some white dude singing. Got the, uh, besides YouTube. Yeah. On Apple Music and streaming services. And we got the vinyl at the crib. Mm. Got that bitch at the crib, shorty. Mm. I think she got it from like one of her uncles or her aunts or something. I need to get that on vinyl. Nigga, it's the only time you can find it, bro. You, I can't hear it nowhere else but that vinyl or YouTube on a rip. Uh... If you guys want to know what we're talking about, and here's Sammy Davis Jr. Um, absolutely in his bag. Mm-hmm. Um, go to YouTube and type in Hello Detroit. Um, and that's what I, if you was from Detroit, you woke up to this song every morning at what, six o'clock in the morning? Every morning, Monday through Friday, bro. I want them to play that on the show yeah. when they wake up one morning. Because yeah. that yeah. would be like the. The the perfect okay Man. now you now you really in your bag now you really getting the essence if, of hey we can I think we're kind of right around that time where Donnie Simpson crossed into Mason like this was all WJLB shit like niggas forget Donnie was here well before BET from here right here and he was on WJLB Mason hello Detroit. all that shit was happening right around this era that we in I would love for them to t- kind of touch on that something else that I I didn't and I I had this problem with season one so I kind of imagined that it would first of all shout out to Randy um Huggins heard he been dealing with some health complications uh the same was said at the premiere which is why he wasn't there um or I think he was like there and left or something like that. I can't remember what happened, but shout out to him. Hope he gets better soon. Um, I was just reading earlier today that they are going to be having an interim showrunner. Um, so the co-showrunner, her name is Heather Zalecki. She will be taking over as the interim showrunner until Randy's fully back, like ready to go and ready to run this whole shit. She's still going to be running all ideas through Randy to make sure that his vision comes to life. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad he's still going to be very much involved, but he won't be taking on the day-to-day brunt of running his show. So salute to him. I hope he get better soon, man, because we still want to bring him up to the studio and just kick it about the show. Now, one thing that I know Randy's doing with the show, trying to highlight Detroit, mm-hmm. and I love that. Still kind of choppy how it gets done sometimes, right? Like the scene at the Raven <laughs> where they sitting there, K9 Meach, Meach, or K9 had just cussed out a Colombian connecting shit for no reason, by the way. Just went off on dog. Meach comes sit at the table. K9 girls start feeding him food. She cutting up his food, feeding him. And she just bust out like, <laughs> Didn't Barry Gordy work up here? It was like, wait, what? They just did a recent, I mean, a random fact about Barry. Yeah, he used to sell uh, Polaroids before. Yeah, it was so, it was like, wait, what? Like, how do we get, 
I love it, but it's like, all right, we still got to figure out like a consistent way to bring in these really dope facts. But I also don't know how that's received by anybody else. But people from here. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm pretty sure nobody ever thought about that shit before we just said it. Yeah. yeah. That shit stuck out to me. Yeah, it really did. Bro, and the the scene, the first time it happened on this episode was at the beginning um, when they were in Vegas. And Dog was like. Nigga Meech was like, man, I don't care about this Hagler fight. And that nigga was like, why? Because he just beat Tommy Hearns, the Motor, Motor City, City Cobra. Bro. Shout out to the Motor City Cobra. Shout out to Tommy Hearns for a lot of reasons, dog. My nigga Tommy Hearns bring the whole city out every fucking time. Every like, time. Y'all know how we get down on unboxing. Facts, Shout facts. out to Rob Silver because... Uh, uh, Tommy Hearns is one of his favorite boxers of all Rob time. Silver, what up? Uh, and Tommy Hearns is just a good dude, man. for sure. It's a good dude. I don't know if you, if because you, you may or may not be in a boxing like that. Yo, Tommy Hearns was the city of Detroit in this boxing shit. Yeah, like yeah. the whole entire everything came out when I came. Like yeah. Motor City Cobra, fam. Your name is the Motor City Cobra. Yeah, yeah. But at no point in history <laughs> do niggas be like, I don't know that. Because I wasn't Nobody. walking around in the 80s I don't know that people weren't referring to him no, As no. the Motor City They might have been I'm saying niggas weren't going in. Oh why? Because he knocked out Tommy Hearns Comma The Motor City Cobra Because he knocked out Tommy Hearns Because he Like it's a more natural Conversational way to say some of this shit But To shoot them some bail uh, If you from Detroit Yeah And this fighter is known from Detroit and the nigga who beat him up <laughs> is we had to fight party for him. Mm-hmm. Oh, you nigga, you saw this my man whoop your man's ass. Like I understand that. I understand oh, in that context. The the whole shit. It was just man. Fuck this Hagler fight. Why? Because he knocked out Tommy Irons. Boom, done. Stop right there. Or why? Because uh, he knocked out the Motor City. Yeah, Cobra it's piece. the the line. One or the other. Why? Because he knocked out the Motor City Cobra. Could have stopped right there and then made niggas go research. Who's the Motor City Cobra? Oh, Tommy Hearns, if you ain't know him. But the Tommy Hearns, the Motor City Cobra, it just felt so like, yo, they just right. It's wordy, dog. Mm. It's wordy. And like, so I think going back to um, what you mentioned about BMF compared to the other powers, right? And I know BMF ain't power. It's a real fucking story, but it's about to be a part of a universe. You saw that announcement. Mm-mm. 50 said there are three spinoffs coming from BMF. What, Atlanta, LA, and St. Louis? St. Louis, maybe. I don't know. I have. They said he didn't get into detail, but he working with stars. They're going to execute the vision for three additional spinoffs from BMF. Oh, I guess because he's not fucking with the power shit. Are we going we gonna to tap into this BMF? Show I guess sure. so, dog. They also said he's making an eight-mile show from Eminem's Eight Mile. It's going to be a show. I don't know. You think 50 see the love that Detroit gives Jeezy and was like, I want that shit. <laughs> I could see that. Because it's two niggas that Detroit fucked with that 50 didn't necessarily. Jeezy and Ross and Detroit fucked with them niggas. Heavy. Niggas was only going to Wingstop because of Ross. Nigga. My nigga, when Jeezy comes to town, they promote that shit like it's a local artist. Fam. He'll be here on the big show at the Joe. Well, the big show at the Little Caesars, but. I don't know, and this is not a sight to Jeezy. Jeezy has come and gone as far as doing his work and retiring, nigga. Like, Jeezy living a whole different life now. I don't know that Jeezy can tour 
most other big cities in the country and do their arena. He can do their Fox and their, you know, those. In Detroit, he's at Little Caesars, nigga. Or he at the Fox. He's wherever he want to be when he, he comes to the Little city, Caesars, bro. He at the Fox. He at the Aretha. Yeah. Uh, like, Jeezy yo, can come to Detroit and pick his venue. Which is crazy. I'm actually saying the Aretha now. Yeah, I'm never going to say that. And rest in peace, Aretha. I'm never acknowledging that. Shane Park. But Shane Park. Yeah. yeah. But, like, Jeezy can come here and he can say... The World Oak Music Theater. Boom. Jeezy. And done. Yeah. I'll, I'll do my throwback concert or my full uh, Thug Motivation 101 album at Royal Oak. You know what? I'll do my new album at Little Caesars. You know what? I'm going to do it. He can go where he wants in Detroit and sell it out no matter what. Man, I seen a nigga say some shit that's so fucking wild. What? This nigga Charles White say, yo, they treat me like a god in Detroit. Who was that? Come again, my nigga? Who was that? Come again, say what? What part of Detroit? He was in Warren. <sighs> he looked like he had get down in Warren. Because he uh say he did a, uh, you know, he say, say cheese pay me more than uh than Vlad do. He mm. was on Anton Daniels podcast. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, shit. They love me out here in Detroit. Do they? I don't know. I don't know about that one. Don't know about that one, buddy. All right, Charleston. Yeah. Be careful around this bitch, too. Like, it's a little different. Because Detroit is not in like a, a, I'm happy because we're fucking evil people uh, type of way. Just be careful, my nigga. Yeah. Um, It's a wild place. It's a murderous out cold town of wild niggas. Shout out to Big Hurt for one of the Hurt. You know what? When we was talking about like Snitch being a great yeah. uh acronym. Yeah. Sorry, nigga, I'm trying to come home. Yeah. Yo, the murderous out cold town of wild niggas. Yeah. Motown. AKA, Motown. Yeah. Fire. Shout out to Big Hurt. Um Yo, man. Let's let's get into this premiere a little bit, dog. I, I do want to talk about the details. I know we kind of touched on some of the little smaller shit, but I just want to jump into it, man. So overall, what were your thoughts on the premiere? Uh, when the premiere started, um, it took me about 45 to a minute and a half seconds to figure out what the fuck is going on. <laughs> and not like in a negative yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, oh, I see how they're doing this. Yeah. Shit. So all last season was, and something taught, something when you were talking about the premiere. Yeah. Um, down at the Royal, it was Imagine, Imagine, yep. And Royal yep. Oak, uh, it made sense to me. Okay. So last year, when the show last season it popped off, it was Meech. Yeah. Um, in two thousand eight ish or yeah. two thousand whatever, in coming home from prison. Yeah. With the fur and everything, and the whole season last year was narrated from his point of view. Yeah. And I thought to myself, like, why this Meech story? Yeah. When BMF is two people, you feel me? Very and it much was, so. And his son and everything. Meech, Meech, yeah. Meech, 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 and then this season. It's from Terry's, yep. and that's the older Terry. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I see what y'all, y'all doing. Y'all, y'all, y'all sitting down, and you plan to stay a while. Yeah, because now I'm thinking like, well, next season, is it gonna be Jabo? Could be Jabo. Could be Pops. And you know why I thought about that? Why that? Because they was in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And Jabo, aka Junior Boss, was the second in command underneath. Meech. Meech on yeah. the BMF side, yep. and then there is a 
263 like you know what i'm saying like yeah. i'm like oh okay a lot of directions they but can this go is that. about to be through the eyes of t yeah, and then when you said he was at the premiere and talking and thing like, oh shit, this his rollout. I'm like, okay. Now I'm thinking like, oh, what's gonna be season three? Are they gonna go back and forth? Or is it gonna yeah. be both of them? Like, are ah, they about to sit down and uh, take they they took their shirt off, they took their shoes off, they about to stay a while. They took their coat off rather. Yeah, you take a shirt off. Wow, <laughs> you come out, <laughs> you come out, take your shirt off. Somebody's yo, yeah, it's wild. Okay, oh man, uh, um. <laughs> Can you imagine Yo, a, no, nigga, nigga. a nigga walking in your house and he just take his shirt off? Dog. Bro, man. That's funny as fuck. <laughs> yeah, do, 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 do. <laughs> so the nigga uh name tag in the in the thread, <clears throat> if you want to go join the thread, drop your opinions on BMF. Um we're gonna be there every Monday around 10, 11 o'clock in the morning. Join this week in culture on Facebook. We have a bomb ass thread every week about the shows we review. Now, name tag made a comment in there that I was like, I hadn't thought about it, but I was like, is this what made right at the beginning what made me feel like eh? So he said, I think the documentary lowered my expectation or anticipation for season two. Mm. Not expectation, anticipation for season two. And he said, um, or I'm sorry, the other homie, Ryan, shout out to Ryan. He said for him, it was an indication that this season might be largely fiction. Basically going from the documentary right into the show. We just showed you the real like I just showed you the ending of this story in yeah. real actual life, yeah. in real time, or in real life, and now I'm about to show. Yeah, it. like I, I can't. I mean, you can, but I wouldn't show you what really happened all the way up until this moment, and then as soon as the fucking dramatized version comes back, show you the exact same thing, just dramatized. Nah, we gonna spice it up with some more shit, right? Because when the sit when the episode started, and I saw St. Louis 2005. I'm immediately knowing where they at because I just finished the documentary. And I'm like, which one of these? Yeah. And I'm like, okay. And then when they jumped in there to Terry, I saw the eye, saw the kind of like short fro look, little huskier dude. I'm like, okay, I know where we headed. Um, then he grabs the pic of him and Lala off the mirror when he put it. First of all. I know that Terry really did get caught at his house in St. Louis um, or one of his houses in St. Louis. But in this scene, I'm sitting there like, you don't always already have a getaway bag, nigga, like ready to go. Oh, we, about to, we about to go to the airport now. But first, we must sit down and eat dinner <laughs> as a family. So, OK. <laughs> OK. Can we? <laughs> so one thing they kept from last season is the quotes at the beginning. Another thing that I didn't realize happened until maybe my second time watching. This was a Terry quote. We did all the Meech quotes last year. This was from Terry. He said, Meech and I learned the importance of family dinners sitting around our parents' table. Once we joined the 50 boys, we ate with our crew every Sunday. This is where the real team building began. So fast forward to him frantically packing a, a getaway bag. Grabbing a picture of him and his lady. Also, clearly telling us that he gets with Lala later on. Um, or her character, rather. 
telling her, hey, meet me at the border. We He about to take us to the airport right now. I'll see you at the border. And then going downstairs and calmly sitting down with your boys and toasting a dinner and telling them niggas, hey, after the night, don't leave your girl around me. Too. <laughs> like 100% that was in my head. Like, dog, he was after the night. Things will never be the same. I love y'all. We two six three forever. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yo, it's two thousand and five. My G, where the cameras, nigga? A dog? A alarm? <laughs> like a laser, <laughs> nigga? Something, bro? You ain't have a fence? Like that looked like a gated like home. Them niggas just quietly came through the gate. How were you unaware that these niggas was that close that you didn't have time to sit down and eat no shrimp and asparagus, my nigga? And is uh, Steve Harris FBI now? He got he went from e-course police to FBI. And hey, if he did, that's a hell of a trajectory. I like where your career took you because you started small, nigga. And somehow he, he wasn't thinking small. Because <laughs> you know what the problem is, yeah, nigga. I think I knew what the problem is. Hold up, hold up. Because, you know, oh, we need to be thinking big. You need to be thinking big, bitch. You need to be thinking big, bitch. Think big, bitch. <laughs> no, like, how much fucking Yo, saliva we, did that nigga have? How can we get him on the pot? <laughs> Yo, how can we get that nigga's teeth short? Motivational dog? speeches. Yo. Um, Steve Harris thought big. Did you say get his teeth shortened? Yes, nigga. Because that nigga's teeth is big as his teeth thought big, nigga. Them some big ass teeth, dog. Oh, shit. I was like, why are this man's teeth so large? Dog? You know what I noticed about this since we talking about teeth? Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> what I noticed in this episode. <laughs> yo, yo, Meech don't got the smallest teeth in the world, right? And this nigga talk. Most of his lines with his mouth wide open, his teeth showing, and his lips not moving. Dog. He a ventriloquist. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Meech is a ventriloquist, nigga. Yeah. When they was in the fucking, uh, in the, <laughs> when niggas was talking, when they was in that, uh, bar. Yo, this nigga oh, teeth. Shit. Oh, especially when he was in the back seat with uh with his brother in the in the in the car in the town car and shit. Yo, this nigga. Oh was, shit! And I used to want to be a ventriloquist. Okay, <laughs> I had a Charlie Chaplin uh fucking ventriloquist doll and everything. That might have been the funniest <laughs> scene in the world, nigga. When they was in the fucking car, that nigga was smiling so big. Like I I I had to. I was like, yo. I thought the TV had glitched out because his mouth wasn't moving, but words were still coming out. <laughs> Hold on. I gotta play my word. Yo, this is my stuff. Yep, and get the fuck out. Keep the change. Broke ass nigga. <laughs> yo. Ah, that shit was great. Yo, shout out to uh, Lana LaDonna from Detroit. Mm-hmm. She be saying dumbass niggas and she got a song. <laughs> but every time, like, that's like the most disrespectful thing. God. When I heard that, I heard her voice saying dumbass niggas. Well, when I heard it, I heard uh, New Will on Bel Air <laughs> when he was cussing out his daddy and that nigga said, bitch ass nigga. <laughs> I was like, yo. Yo, when did that come back? Uh, next month, February. Right alongside Snowfall. That's niggas asking about a paywall, nigga. We finna live in this bitch, dog. Um, yeah. Now I'm just here. 
I'm in a hole now. We hit them all. They hit my hoes, I hit they hoes. The ones that don't want to be shared, then that, that's your own personal one. Other than that, then it, we ain't falling out over no hoes. And we got all type of niggas around here. It's short niggas, tall niggas, bald niggas, light skin, dark skin, braids, dreads, fat, whatever you want. Whatever a woman want, we got right here. See what I'm saying? So we get all kinds of women. Models, nobody, hood rats, everything. We do it all. We don't discriminate. Matter of fact, after you leave here, you end up getting your teeth on something and coming up with something better. You know what I'm saying? Like a new car, a new house. Maybe the kids get to go to school, private school, pay for, courtesy of the mob. You know what I'm saying? All right. Lil I'm sorry, nigga. You talk just like your dad, bro. <laughs> like, it ain't the writers. It's, that's just, that was your pops, dog. That nigga is, yo, between Meech and Think Big, bitch, I'm motivated, nigga. Think Meek, bitch. Oh, my God. Hold on. Hey, you know what? That's simple. A lot of niggas don't like to spend their money. We love to spend our money. We can't take none of this shit with us. None. Ain't no armored trucks pulling up at no funerals. Simple. So you better enjoy this shit. Just a fool and his money will part. We do this, so we ain't worried about it. We, when we go out at night, whatever we spend, 50,000, 100,000 in the motherfucking club, we can afford to do it because we ain't bring it all with us. Simple. Yeah, all right. That's not the cool. Uh, <laughs> and to be honest, Maserati had a, Maserati Rick had a Maserati at his funeral. Uh, me. He was buried at one. <laughs> Literally brought it with him. Uh, <laughs> custom made. <laughs> but... What's funny is now I'm 100 certain that he gave one of them uh, we are BMF speeches every every week like, every night before they went out. Like you could not go to the club no, till that nigga told you he was BMF. You know how when niggas get drunk, uh, they start telling how much they love everybody. Oh yeah. But what if what you did for a living was bald on niggas and oh, got man. drunk every night? Oh, you got man. one of these speeches every night. Man, man, yo, Meech might. I see why all them niggas. <laughs> I see why Blue start rapping, nigga. Cause look who telling you, nigga. I thought Meech was trying to rap. We got t short niggas, tall niggas, tall niggas, fat niggas, bald niggas, y'all niggas, all niggas. All niggas. So that nigga like, said braids. <laughs> like he we was got, just we got mean screams, man. <laughs> Yo, shout you out to fucking Meech, man. I'm motivated as fuck now. Now I'm about to go spend a hundred thousand in the club. Um, all right. Y'all, I did see something totally unrelated but related. What's up? Any nigga who tell you they got all this expensive shit on to motivate others is lying to you. 1,000%. That's not a thing. No. They're lying to you. You didn't buy that car to motivate niggas. No. You bought that car to I'm shit stunned, on niggas. Nigga. Now, if a kid see you in that car and get motivated, that's up to them in their own lustful, yeah. evil ways. Because that's not a thing that you, I seen them in there and I want it. That's envy. I hate the, because it was like a meme that says something like, um... Like, basically, like, if you see me with some shit on or something like that, like, and you think that I'm stunned, that's your insecurity or whatever. No, no you literally doing that to stunt. Like, I know what you're doing, bro. You're planning on being, like. It's, it's very stunty. You didn't buy that. I'm going to motivate some young nigga. When, when I, I put that shit on, I'm not trying to motivate you. I'm trying to kill you niggas. That's what I'm on, nigga. Period. We got any type of nigga you want. We got a tall nigga, whatever, nigga. Well, oh, nine hundred niggas, <laughs> bitch ass nigga, <laughs> broke ass nigga, broke ass nigga. Oh man, hit, so, that, nigga, hit that nigga with a stack, yo. <laughs> and, and what, yo? I quickly did the math on how much uh, uh, Terry was gonna make that year. 
and it was <laughs> so did me at, at fifty dollars a, a, a day. So did me. It was under nineteen thousand. Yeah, no, him and pops wasn't getting shit. Ain't no Carl's shop house tonight, buddy. Now, granted, eighteen point seven thousand dollars may have been a lot in the late eighties. What it is was a lot in the eighties for 80s. a high schooler. Yeah, but uh, for <laughs> me, father, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what if you like called a car service and you got pops? Like you ain't get like the cool young former drug dealer kind of caught in the middle who might could give you some game. You got pops. <laughs> it's you and Russell Horns being the whip. <laughs> you know how like uh some niggas look young forever. Russell look he like he's been forty five his whole life. No, him and Jonathan Majors got the same parents. I don't care what nobody say. Like y'all niggas just have like a very nineteen fifties look about you. Like they whole face is like Civil rights era. Did we talk about his movie? No. Flight one? Yeah. No. I didn't even see that shit. It's just phenomenal. Yeah, my pops loved it. Um, him and my mom went over like right before Christmas or something. Or maybe right before Thanksgiving. She was phenomenal. Yeah. I heard it's great. I ain't see it. Better than what I expected. A woman king does. <laughs> okay. Okay. Because I mean, you know you what you kinda expecting from this one of these type of movies. Tuskegee tight. But it wasn't that. Okay. And I was, I was, I was actually surprised. It was good. That's what's up, man. I um, I did not know it was a true story either. <laughs> <laughs> I think I knew that. I just wasn't familiar with the story. I didn't even realize how much the nigga looked like the nigga too. Mm, I ain't looked that up. Um, when I started seeing pictures of him, yeah, he looked like somebody I could know. Okay. So it, and at the end of the movie, they show like actual pictures of him in color and being regular. He looked like a regular guy, like around my. It made the it made everything even more relatable because got he, you. He, it didn't look like a picture from somebody from the nineteen twenties in black and white uh, with a thick ass Doctor J mustache. Like he looked like a regular, just dude. Oh shit, yeah. this nigga could have been from Toledo or yeah. some shit. Like yo, yeah, I'm gonna check that out. Man. Matter of fact, hold on. I mean, it's a it's an amazing movie. I like to get the fucking names of shit so we can like tell our listeners to go fuck with it. Dedic- dedication or it's it was called uh, um. Devotion. 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 Uh, so that's coming. When do Creed 3 drop? Why ain't no Jonathan Majors went to Yale? Come again? Yeah, he went to University of North Carolina and then he went to Yale for his master's. This nigga Illuminati. <laughs> Skull and bones. Right, come on, man. Easy. All right. So look, man. Terry having dinner knowing that they on the way. Is one of the all time stupidest. And it's funny because in that scene, as they transitioning back to 1989 to Vegas and shit, he like, Meech got, Meech got arrested first. And he was like, I always thought I was smarter. And I was. Until I wasn't. <laughs> so that was a clear indication of when you wasn't, nigga, because you cannot sit down and have dinner when the feds is coming. Because I got, I got, a, I got caught on tape with Lala. Talk, nigga. Because uh, I'm assuming that's who she's playing. Oh. So they changed her name, obviously. Uh, her name on the show was like Marquisha or Marquisha or something like that. Um, a lot of online chatter about who she might be. If you want to know more, go check out, uh, American Gangster, uh, Gangster Queens or whatever. Or go to YouTube and listen to Sosa. Or that. Or that. Um, Dexter Sosa. Yeah. But, a lot of people in this this, this scene be looking like, hmm. Yeah. 
a lot of chatter thinking she might be Tony Welch. Um, and that might be, but again, they changed the name because maybe they wanted to change the name to add some more dramatized shit to it. I don't know. But they switched from fucking 05 St. Louis to 1989, and we in Vegas. We got Meech at the fight. He in the room getting some keys strapped to him, talking to a nigga named Earl. Now, boy, you know we like to do our research for this pod. We know a lot about drug dealers, nigga. Drug dealing history, crews from the 80s, niggas who was really out here getting it. When they was walking through the, hey, there go Rayful Edmund and them DC boy. I know a lot about all this shit. I done read it. But boy, me looking up Earl in Atlanta <laughs> to find out <laughs> this is just a fictional character. Oh, 100%. Nigga, but you had to see my Googles, dog. Because oh, I'm like. I didn't even. The only thing that was odd to me when they went in the show Freeway from LA. Yeah. Uh, yo, Freeway ain't never had no sweet clothes on. That was one of his things. He was flashy. That ain't flashy. Or if you look at Rick today, yeah, that ain't how he dressed. It's a t-shirt on purpose. Hey, not drawing you niggas' attention, bro. Like I was even like, and I mean, not that I don't know that Freeway never went to the fucking fight. But I thought that was a little surprising that they picked him to be at the fight. Like, of all the... Now, granted, what they was basically saying is like, yo, this shit ain't about the fight, nigga. This where all the play. This where niggas come, show off their money, and then that's how work get from Los Angeles to this. Because the drug dealers meet up there, they do the little stunt off, and then they, they, they work together. And yeah, like that. yeah. So, uh, I, I can dig it. I could see it, but like... This is some, something that... uh. That I thought was interesting when mm. he was talking about, but uh, he was like, "Nigga, fights, NBA All Stars, games, Freaknik. Carabana, and Freaknik. Yep. Nigga, that's what that's what that's what we talking about. Yeah, I mean, Carabana is right over in Canada. Facts. That's the that's the that's a de- it's a very Detroit thing right there. Well, it's a everybody thing. Yeah, yeah. But it's it was For here natively like, that was yeah. a thing like y'all going to the Carolina this year yeah, like yeah. that's a thing. Uh, Freak Nick, whether you like it or not, was started by a Detroit nigga while living in Atlanta, Facts. going to school. It is what it is. Facts. And I was down there when they tried to bring Freak Nick back twice. One time, the mayor, shout out to my nigga Kasim Reed. Was a part of bringing it back Like on some hey I remember Freak Nick when I was a kid When I was going to Howard and I would come home for Freak Nick and da, da, da. <laughs> Nigga As a person who's never been to Freak Nick um, I, I can understand Like why culturally Why we would be drawn to that Yeah, Especially as a young man because you think of Ass shaking and titties Bro. But like if we want to be 100% real and keep it Keep it 100% funky Yeah Whole bunch of fucking debauchery down there. Oh, that 1, shit is, that, that shit is like not quote unquote good for the culture. Well, like, Freaknik was so you remember Bell Island its heyday, right? Of course. Bumper to bumper. If you was parked, you was never getting out. Jefferson. Jefferson crazy. Wendy's crazy. Everything crazy. Freaknik was that through the whole city though of Atlanta. That's what made Freaknik wild. It was that way. It wasn't just like the park or the street next to the park. It was the whole fucking city. Freaknik 94. I'll never forget this shit. I cried because my mama wouldn't let me go with my cousins down there. I cried. I cried for about an hour and a half. I cried. Nigga. Because all I remember was them showing videos 
from the Freaknik previously, With and it Luke? was all these little kids. Oh. And I said, I can go down there too. I'm like, fucking remember nine. them old uh, shocking, most shocking face of death shit? Yeah, I'm and they showed uh, Luke on stage getting his dick sucked in front of an entire crowd at Freaknik. At Freaknik. Like, I know when I was a kid, nigga, yeah. it was like, you can use this? Yeah. Like in real life, man, that shit kind of wild. Oh, man. no, that's wild as fuck. So, like, when they tried to bring it back when I was living in Atlanta. Like, why would you do that? I think they tried in, like, 2012 was the first shit they tried to bring it back. And then it was, like, 14. Um, the first shit they put out there was, like, yeah, so, old freak Nick, that's not what it's going to be. Like, basically, we want the name. But we will never, ever, ever allow for it to be the we shit that it was. We will never have public sex on television. Come on, man. And you, on stages. And- or on the street. Like it is like, kind of wild. I know bro, I'm, I'm probably no, my, no, no. But my old man prude stage. But like that's <laughs> such not. a. Can you imagine being 19, 20 years old when that was happening, dog? Can you imagine because it was rappers down there doing their thing, yeah, and then see Dolores Tucker on television trying to be like, "Yo, this rap music about to ruin our community, man." Like we need to stop this man. shit. She was a hundred percent right. Yeah. Uh, like this is gonna be bad for the kids. This is gonna turn society different when little girls see mom and that, da da Everything she said was gonna happen happened. Fam. But it was when I was younger. It was fuck see Dolores Tucker. Imagine like being on Woodward from like. Ferndale Woodward all the way to downtown Woodward <laughs> and it being wall to wall bumper to bumper traffic and then you just get out your car because traffic ain't moving and motherfuckers is just twerking like on Woodward like on the hood of their car like nigga freak nigga is a why yo where the doc where the real doc so it's a Glorilla video <laughs> I mean essentially Parker on them head come on <laughs> um, I need a real freak nigga doc like a Woodstock 99 doc. I want the real, like, freak Nick. I want y'all niggas. Yo. It's on VHS. Yo hoodie. The hood part moving right there, nigga. <laughs> Almost just shot your fucking coat, nigga. <laughs> I'm like, yo, this nigga Jay got a ghost in the studio. Um, All right. So, Meech is in Vegas. He getting some keys. Get these, we don't immediately know why he getting keys strapped up. We just know he getting some work. We don't know what the work is for. We thinking it's his work. We have no clue. He gets the shit strapped. They I take thought to myself, like, why he doing this? It felt like something a runner would do. I know they cruise was kind of, but I'm like, at anything, send me Mickey. I don't know. Like, why is Meech doing this? It it felt real runnerish and like beneath where they were when we left them last season. <laughs> send Lil Zane. Like, yeah, Lil Zane would have did this. Lil Zane did this. <laughs> so then when they when him and Earl walking through the casino, Earl explaining to him kind of who the players are, telling them, yo, there go uh Rayful Edmund, there go these niggas, there go Freeway. Like, this is the type of shit you need to be a part of if you gonna be one of them players, nigga. Like what's so crazy is if he would have played it right, maybe he would have got one of their plugs and fucked my man here. So I thought that. On the rewatch, especially looking at Freeway, I'm like, damn, nigga, if you'd have just, like, stuck around, maybe. Well, it also be a man would have been ended a lot earlier. Because I mean, Freeway it, was the fit. It been over, and about a year and a half from there, <laughs> it'd have been a wrap. Niggas never would have got to 2005. Franklin was out there. And fucking, uh, what's, him, what's his name? On, on uh, Snowfall? That's been following Franklin for... 
Oh, uh, Teddy? Yeah, Teddy was there. <laughs> <laughs> he, he'd have met Rick and Teddy was right behind him and shit. Like, Dog, but it's it's so funny because <laughs> I literally had that same thought. Like, yo, all this nigga had to do was like meet one of these niggas. But the thing is, you're a kid. Yeah. Side note, all them niggas was kids. Facts. But like, you don't know them. I'm trying to introduce myself to strangers who have all I got them like he like me say like nigga, you a seller. Yeah. I'm a buyer. You got work. I got money. Yeah. Why isn't this happening? What's the problem? Um, okay, also a good thing he didn't shake hands with Rayful Edmund because <laughs> Rayful got caught about 30 days later, nigga. <laughs> April 15th, 89. So wouldn't have made it out of that. Um all right. He might not have just made it out, period. <laughs> Literally. And let me see when uh this whole Chris Coke thing went down. Uh, all right, Chris Coke. Yo. That's wild. <laughs> shit, shit is That made like a fat brother polite. <laughs> Literally though. Why did he have the wig on? Like that's what I'm not understanding. Now he looked like the one dude who <laughs> Uh, he he be at the uh, you know he got one of them Jaheem pictures at a funeral. Mm-hmm. Then we had that black coat. Uh, 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 the one where he talking about he came to make sure that nigga was dead. That's what um, he looked like in that picture. Fendi, Fendi, Fendi. That's Fendi. <laughs> That's the picture of Fendi. Oh shit! Hey, he might should have might should have hooked up with Chris Coke. Nigga ain't get fucking arrested for real till 2010. <laughs> Had a few years. Now, granted, he had moved back to fucking Kingston. Mm. So he can continue getting his shit off. And then he got extradited in 2010 and sentenced to 23 years on June 2012. Either way, he could have got a plug. Who probably wasn't as fucking rude as damn canines. That nigga was rude. Oh, one of my homegirls. Shout out to uh, one of the homies from the East. She was like. And I I know her, know her enough to where I know she not full of shit here. She was like the dude that K-9 is supposed to be as a guy from back in the day named KK. Dude from the Brewsters. Um, still alive. Uh, and she was like her and her dad just saw him at a funeral about a week ago. And the nigga literally said he was pissed off. She was like, that's, that's not me. Like, that's some bullshit. Like, fake shit. I mean, it does literally every time the shit come on say... Yo, this shit is fictional. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's based on shit, but we changed up a lot, and this not real. Yeah, like yeah. it literally say that before every episode. Like, yo, this not real. What's funny is, um, Meech was on. Uh, I don't know if it's a radio show or a podcast, but he was on something recently. Lil Meech talking about um what his dad thinks about the show, and he was matter of fact, hold up, because I got that shit pulled up. I actually thought this shit was kind of funny. He was like, where's this clip? Now, has there ever been a time where you did an episode, the episode came out, and your dad reached out and was like, listen, that was you ain't hit that right, or this was perfect? Nah, ain't really, not so much for his acting, but he don't like, like, he don't really like seeing stuff that he don't do. Mm. So, even if it's like me wearing my shoestrings loose, (laughs) He like, nigga, why you got your shoe strings tied up? I ain't never wear my shoes like that. That's a great question. I never <laughs> asked like, him. Nigga, what? Like, yeah. has, has your dad, this is TV. Has, has your dad seen the show? Yeah, hell yeah. Okay, he like, watches I, every what's, Sunday, what's crazy, right? What's crazy is, what's crazy is, like, every jail, 
is different. You can't. Some jails don't show premium cable, right. premium channels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he got blessed that the jail he's in, he's able to watch the show. That's crazy. So even if he got like, if he got moved to somewhere like, because he's in a medium, you know, jail goes low, medium, high. Mm-hmm. So first he was in a maximum, then he started getting transferred lower down once his sentence got cut down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, right so now he's at a medium, but he's able to watch the show at a medium. So even if he got transferred to a low and it was sweet and he was able to, you know, come out sometimes, he still can watch the show. Mm-hmm. So it's like, he like, man, I want to go nowhere. I want to sit right here. I watch know the that's show. right. Did you change the way you tied your shoe when he said Oh, yeah. I had to. And you had to, right? Another, uh, another thing he hated, which is so funny, I'll tell y'all. I remember when um, the plug punched me in the stomach. Yes. Pat, he punched me in the stomach. He was mad. They like, nigga, I ain't never got hit before. <laughs> <laughs> Punching the stomach, nobody ever beat me up. <laughs> he wasn't with that. Like, man, it's it's the show, man. Gotta, yeah, think, you gotta be dramatized. Something gotta be dramatized. Like, no, they don't make me like no hope. That's cool. Mm-hmm. You can watch it, though. I ain't know. Yeah, that's no, that, cool. That was uh, it. Was L'Oreal was interviewing Lil Meech and B Mickey, uh, Miles Truitt. But um, no, nah, I thought that was funny though, because thinking about how you being portrayed. That's basically how dog felt like, nigga. <laughs> nigga ain't never got hit. Like, nigga, ain't nigga ain't ever, never put his hands on me. Ain't nobody ever beat me up. Nigga, <laughs> 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 nigga my daddy didn't even beat me up. Dog, <laughs> literally, dog. But um, yo, Meech a big nigga though. Yeah, yeah, like he's a lot taller than Little Meech. One thousand percent. You feel me? I'm like that has to be from your mom. Like him and T are the same height. Big dudes. Yeah, <laughs> like. like they're not little guys, nigga. So big bro is not looking up to little bro. No, like how to, but because in here it looks drastically different. Because yeah. Da Vinci tall as shit, and Meech is a shorter dude, so a little Meech. So it just looks even more like staunchly big bro looking up to little bro. But in real life, them niggas is about the same, like real close, dog. Um. So he in Vegas, he gets his work strapped. He doesn't want to stick around for the festivities after the fight. He ready to get back to the crib, right? Get the fucking I got a flight to catch. Goes to the airport, gets up the fucking escalator, sees the fucking police dogs. The dog smells you, my G. He's coming for you. Literally. That close. You five feet away. That, he, the it dog was funny because when the, the cop who's holding the canine... He already kind of at something over there anyway. And then the cop looks at Meech and Meech just kind of hooks that left and goes back down the escalator. I was like, fam, do you know, now that I'm on to you, even if the dog didn't smell you, you just looked me dead in the eye and turned and went back down the escalator. You just came up. I wonder if the police think about that. Every time they get behind me, I turn. I've been to, to so many different restaurants and gas stations and got unneeded gas. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Every time the police behind me, I I get the fuck off the street. Yeah, I ain't mad at it. Sometimes you just got to pull over and park. I I, I'm like, why am I walking inside of Taco Bell right now? <laughs> Getting number nine. I'm going inside the gas station. I'm like, why the fuck am I inside a gas station and shit? Like, dog. So instead of uh, trying to get on the flight that he had booked. It's the right idea to go hop the Greyhound from Las Vegas to Detroit. $21. And 36 hours. I looked up the route. That sounds like the absolute worst thing you could ever do in your life, nigga. Spend two days on a Greyhound. Worst but, thing I, ever, I can ever do in my life is get arrested at the airport with pounds of cocaine strapped to me and money. Keys. Yeah. Whole keys. So he had to do what he had to do. It was a pivot. And I'm glad he told a nigga K9 that shit later. Like, yo, nigga, I might have been late getting back. But I came back with the work. It was either be late or go to jail, nigga. What you want? And then you don't get to work. 
It's either, or I can dump all this shit in the trash can. Or that. And then hop right on the flight and just pay you the money for the work. And now I know I don't have a plug. You ain't got no drugs. We all bad. I did what I had to do. <laughs> I also laughed because I'm like, I always have this thought about crimes that I would have committed back when it wasn't security cameras everywhere. How was niggas getting caught? Maybe that's why I think so many people have so much money because how you getting caught? Bro. <laughs> like. Or technically you probably can go to jail much easier because the burden of proof was like, yo, I think he really did it. So he's going to jail. <laughs> but like. No way to prove you didn't. Like on the Greyhound, for instance, right? <laughs> nigga, as a nigga who's dropped and picked off mad family members from that downtown Greyhound. I've been on that Greyhound. <laughs> I've been, I've rode that bitch from here to Dayton a couple times, nigga. Cincinnati? Um, I, shit, I rode the one from fucking here to East Lansing. All them goddamn times my license was suspended in college. I used to have court dates downtown. Had to come down and catch a cab to the 36. $25 on that mega bus to get you to Chicago. Yeah, man, the Megabus, when it first came out, was an anomaly, nigga. 25 bucks. Nigga. Detroit to Chicago. And it had the Wi-Fi. I ain't know what to do, nigga. I, first Megabus ride was Atlanta to Nashville. You would have thought I went to fucking New York. Nigga, I was lit on the Megabus. So, Meech gets the drugs back on the ground. We still don't know what the fuck he's doing with these drugs. We find out later that it's for the nigga K-9. How you feel about canine character, dog? From from one episode. We only know a little bit. Well, let's go on to the next scene. They are at the legendary the historic St. Cecilia. Come on. Um, at a pro am game. Yep. Uh shout out to the Detroit Pistons this year who are um showing love to St. Cecilia. You see all the St. Cecilia merch that the mm-hmm. Pistons uh have? Mm-hmm. Um, um and that's uh the Southwestern, Southwestern, um, used to hoop up there. Uh, let, I want, I want y'all to, to hear about how legendary Southwestern was at the time this was mm-hmm. playing. They, it was like, uh, let me see if I can go to it, right? A fact. So while Jay looking that up, I'll give y'all a little, uh, little Detroit history on St. Cecilia's, man. Opened in 1967. This was the year after the infamous Detroit riots. Y'all know the vibes. Um, Sam Washington. Founded it, opened it. He wanted to give basically young people a space to come and get away from all the tension in the city after the riots. I want to give y'all some idea of where uh, Big Meech and T went to high school at, too. They went to Southwestern, uh, which is currently being demolished. Yeah. Uh, shout out to black Detroiters. Uh, in 1980s, when Meech and Terry were going to Southwestern in the 90s, uh, it was a basketball powerhouse. Out of the 11 PSL City titles played between 1981 and 1991, Southwestern played in 10, and they won nine of them. Mm-hmm. Um, just to give you um, some ideas of the All-City and McDonald All-Americans and NBA players, um, let me think of who people Jalen Rose, <laughs> uh, Vashawn Leonard, Howard Isley, um, and many more um, that yeah. you would nationally know. Um, who went and played at St. Cecilia? Um, you ever hooped people. at St. Cecilia? Never hooped. I've been to some games up there. I never okay. actually got a chance to hoop. Um, I met uh, Steve Smith, Michigan State legend, Lansing legend. Uh, met him up there. Uh, Magic Johnson hooped at St. Cecilia before. Derek Coleman. Um, you already said Jalen. The St. Cecilia run is legendary. Yeah, Willie Green, yeah. the legend. Um, Willie Green used to give Cody 
Cause he's a year the older business, than me. Nigga. He dropped forty to fifty. The million. business, dog. And now he's a head coach in the NBA. Come on, man. Love it. Love it. A Child. year older than me. Yeah, head coach in the man. NBA. Put in his work, dog. Put in fucking his motherfucking crazy. work, man. And a Detroit legend, bro. Shout out to Sam Washington. Um He went to U of D, didn't he? Willie Green? Yeah. yeah. Nigga, Detroit. Yeah. I yeah. went to nigga, I went to the NBA from Detroit. Like, never left this bitch, nigga. <laughs> Like, boom, boom, boom. Now I'm a fucking NBA head coach. And had a straight career. For like, you. hooping. Yeah. Like, fuck coaching. Hooping, dog. I love it, man. Shout out to Willie Green. Shout out to just all the legends involved in that shit. Shout out to Sam Washington Jr. Took it over after his pops passed. I mean, St. Cecilia is so fucking legendary yeah. that there was pro-am games being played at a high school. Mm-hmm. A high school gym. Yeah. You know what I mean? So man. I... I, I Shout out to them when they they show space and fury and man, <laughs> come on now. Huh? So like in Detroit, Saint Cecilia would be equivalent to playing. Um, that's the Rucker at the Rucker, yeah, or some yep. shit like that. So yeah. like that's that's the Rucker. That's it's here. it's a real life legendary basketball and just not even just basketball, just a legendary sports venue, a legendary cultural. It's an iconic probably, cultural probably venue. Some of the greatest games of all time probably played right at St. Cecilia's gym. That's a fact, man. Shout out to everybody over on the West Side, too, man. More shit that the West Side did better than the East. Um, anyway, so we go to the game at St. Cecilia's. All the players is there because it's the Pro-Am shit. Everybody there. Um, K-9 is coaching one of the teams. Again, like the Rucker Leagues. You got street niggas who are coaches of these teams. It's birdie. That literally. So K9 coaching the team um versus this other dude and his team. They going while they going. Dude a black famous actor, a young black famous actor that got shot in the head. Like you see him. He looked like, mad familiar. Yeah. I didn't I couldn't place him, but he did look familiar. Unfortunately, his time was real short. Short as fuck. Nigga had three lines and, and he got him off. And then it was over. Um, so after the game, K9's team won. He had four won. lines. He said, hands up, don't shoot. And he, he's like, no. He said, I ain't paying you shit. Okay. Like, come on, man. How do you think this is going to go? Sir? I'm going to publicly disrespect you, tell you I'm not going to give you $20,000. First of all, we bet $20,000. In the 89. <laughs> on a game. We just bet uh, Terry and his daddy whole salary. <laughs> For this game, this one game, you knew the consequences when you placed that bet. It was pay or not. And the not means something more sinister. So after the game, we see a little tension between Terry and Meech. Um, they still not speaking. And they said, what's up? Are you still not? I'm fucking got nothing to say to you, Nick. Yo, why you be talking to T yeah. like that? But then T was like, well, fuck you, man, Nick. Like, they so rude. <laughs> this is not brotherly love at all, dog. Um, but Terry was there with, with his mans. Meech is there with me, were, Mickey. Like, I understand things got really touchy in between them two. Yeah. For, Early want, on. Yeah, for later on. But I wonder how they feel about how their relationship is being portrayed. Like... Damn, nigga, we wasn't, I didn't hate you. Yeah. Or, I mean, I, I know at some point there were conversations recorded yeah. with some that, that it didn't sound it wasn't too the greatest. great. It right? sounded a little, yeah. But, like, I wonder how they feel about, like, yeah. I get it. Y'all got to play this up. But, like, no, me and my brother really did love each other. Yeah. And it's, it's wild because, you know. Or not. I don't know how they feel. Even with, like, 
some of the phone conversations you might get from each or the rare quote you might get from Terry, it's always respectful. But it makes you it still leaves that room for like because the police would like to or the FBI would lead you to believe that Terry wanted to kill me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't necessarily I don't know that level. I don't know that 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 is the case. Yeah. But that's the that's the story that they would like to portray. Yeah. Via documents or snippets of conversations yep. and yep. vague talk. No, what this means is really. I don't know. I wonder how they feel about how that was portrayed between them two because it appears to be all love in between them. It definitely seems loving now. Yeah. But back then, who knows, who right? Knows? Like, and then you got to think they were young. These niggas still teenagers at this time. And we both frustrated because we both think we putting each other at risk because how you Do running your business yeah. and how I'm running my business. Yeah. Like you too flashy. You talk too much. You do this. You do that. Fuck it. We gonna separate. Yeah. And like, I mean, you gotta be frustrated to divide a like large scale organization. Fuck drug organization. Like, imagine the yeah, yes and no, but be but all organizations are divided. There's different. You run. You run St. Louis. You yeah. run Atlanta. You run L. A. You run here. But Coca-Cola still Coca-Cola, nigga. You went out and created Pepsi. <laughs> like, like niggas went from BMF to 263. Like, hey, nigga, it's... Which is still the same. Still the same. It's still BMF. That's what the numbers was for. But it's like... It's rallies and checkers, my nigga. Come on. Like, we under the same shit. It's White Castle Crystals, nigga. Like, it's just, it's wild because... Is there still a rallies anywhere? Because the napkins still say rallies and checkers. Where is just the rallies? I think the one in Lansing is still a rallies. Mm. Um, at least the last time I went to that bitch it was. But it's also been a very long time since I went to that bitch. Hardee's and Carl's Jr. Same thing. It's the same company. It literally just similar to BMF and 263. It depends on the region you're in. Depending on where the fuck you at. Same food, same color, yeah. same everything. Yeah. If you got a Carl's now, Jr. where you from, it's a Hardee's here. Unfortunately. Terry was skimming the work a little bit, so that BMF work wasn't coming through quite as pure as that 263, but maybe you like Rally's fries, maybe you think Checkers fries taste a little less oily, nigga, I don't know. Um, but that really was the only difference between what they were doing at that stage. Um, but back then, when they were teenagers at this St. Cecilia scene, you can imagine if you got this sort of tension with your brother based on the shit that they have tension on, I'm going to be childish about it. Yep. I'm going to see you and be like, fuck you, nigga. My nigga, because my beef is like, nigga, I'm on the, I'm ready to be a millionaire and you just quit on me. Come on. We had a whole like I'm, I'm thing pissed. we was doing. Like we had a whole thing. We was putting a play together and then you just walked away. And, but the other part is right. You the big brother. Yo, your little brother got shot in the eye, almost died out this motherfucker. You ain't got no understanding. Like none of why he maybe wouldn't want to continue forward with this shit. But that ain't why he stopped. I mean, that ain't but I'm like thinking like a big bro, I don't want to see nothing happen to my little brother, man. Like, look how close he came to dying. From I know every, that ain't why he got out. From everything I've heard about Meech and seen him on this show, that nigga ain't gonna ever be mad about nothing. No. He gonna find it's gonna be half full every single time. Yeah. And it's some fucked up shit happened like 
All right, my nigga, that's how that's how it worked, man. But go make a hundred thousand dollars right now. I bet you, you feel better. I mean, shit, we got tall niggas, short niggas, fat niggas, all niggas. You name it. Come on. So after the game, the nigga K9 goes to collect from the other coach. Hey, nigga, I need that twenty thousand you owe me. Nigga was like, man, you had them refs paid off. Fuck you, nigga. I ain't paying you shit. And he gets shot in the forehead. So to your initial question, yeah, what do I think about this character? I knew what time it was about to be as soon as you immediately shot a nigga in the head in broad daylight. Yep. Yep. I already knew what just how you this how daylight. You, just how you did the whole gun. He did a little half turn and brought it back too, nigga. Like, it was Frank Lucas uh shooting Idris Elba in it, the fucking head. Yeah. Yo, that was that's one of my favorite all time scenes in a movie. Man, Cause it a, was like disturbing, dog. Like when a motherfucker is talking greasy to you about what you gun what you can't do and what you not about to do, and then you do that to them. Yep. Mid sentence, boy. Yeah. yeah. You a different type of nigga, dog. And more importantly, niggas know from that point. Ain't nothing I'ma say to this man, dog. I'ma go and let him be. I'm going to let him be. Whatever he doing, I'm going to let that nigga keep doing it, dog. Set the tone. So he set the tone. Um, one thing I liked about this character, K-9, and shout out to, uh, let me let me get his name right. I was, K-9 was in last season's episode. So I didn't realize it until they did the montage at the beginning, the, like, previously on BMF. Because he wouldn't fuck with him last year. Yeah. Because um, the brother hooked it up, and he was like, nigga, fuck on. Ryan Lawrence is his name. I would um, trust a nigga with two first names. And if I'm pronouncing that wrong, it's because he spells it R-A-Y-A-N. So it could be Ryan. But I'm going Ryan just because that's what I thought I saw. How you spell it? R-A-Y-A-N. So it could be Ryan. I can't trust a nigga with two first names. I haven't heard it pronounced, so pardon me. Um, But he show love on Twitter. Yo, shout out to my nigga with two first names. <laughs> 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 no, no, he he's a cool dude. Like right after the premiere, when I posted, he was liking everything. Oh like, yeah, yeah, low key yeah. Does, like, that is no, my he man. active. Yeah, he real active. Um, All right, I only trust one nigga with two yeah, first names. Yeah, no, Ryan Lawrence, Ryan Lawrence. However it's pronounced, you gotta forgive me, but we gonna figure it out when we talk to you because I want to connect with you, bro. Because personally, <laughs> here's what I love about this character: it's all the crazy that we loved about Lamar, but he got resources. Hey, he don't look crusty. Lamar was just a crazy broke nigga trying to get back on. Nigga, I'm an old nigga who got locked up in my heyday, and now I'm back in the streets trying to make some money. Which was exactly four years ago. <laughs> Which is why How you lose your heyday that quick. <laughs> old but, school? Nigga, I wasn't old school four years. Well, no, you know what's funny, though? That move from like... Wasn't it like two years? It, we had broken down. Yeah, like, but that move, them years from heroin to crack probably mm-hmm. hit quick. Niggas going from making like maybe a meal to it, especially when you selling drugs at fourteen and yeah. by the time you nineteen, that's yeah. a world. And you come out and all the nineteen year olds is millionaires, you like oh uh, school. Hold up, bro. Cause when you fourteen, a nigga who's twenty is like, yo, how old are you again? Yeah. <laughs> Uncle. Yeah. <laughs> I could see it being a little problematic, dog. But no, he he reminds me of Lamar in the sense that he's a clear psychopath. But I got money. Nigga was clean. You know what I'm saying? He had the little he, very well-spoken dude. And he was stunting, too. Oh, yeah, my cook makes the best steak in the city, man. Like, come sit down, Meech. It's still hot for you. Like, I just like the way he handled biz. But the nigga's a little, I don't trust hotheads. And he's clearly a hothead, nigga. And like, because even after he shot, dog, 
Meech looking for him. He like, nigga, get in the motherfucking car. I'm thinking like, who the fuck you talking to? I'm thinking, sir, I'm not riding with you. <laughs> we about, I'm about to go to jail. I got a bag full of work. Fam, I'll meet you at the spot later. If you make it to the Raven later, then we got out of this. But no, I'm not riding with you. Like, granted, I'm not a drug dealer. I don't move packages of, of, uh, and keys of this. Nope. But just me and my normal everydayness. I can't let another nigga talk to me that way. Yeah, yeah. Get in the motherfucking car, nigga. Who are you talking Come to? Come on, bro. Because you do know I don't work for you, right? And just because you just shot a nigga in the head. Also, like, I don't know how this drug dealing shit work, uh, but you were selling a particular package and I bought it from you. That don't mean I work for you. Yeah, yeah. But. Because if anything, you work for me. <laughs> that's what Meech wanted. He wanted to work for this nigga. I just want your product. You, you, you a seller. I'm a buyer. Why ain't we doing business, my G? But I think why I feel like I gotta impress you, or I, I, I'm not working for you. And that's where I can already see this relationship going sour. Is because K nine gonna see it like you work for me the same way Pat did. But you know why we can't get too interested, or the the suspense can't be too suspenseful. Hmm. Because we know Meech won. And not only do we know Meech won, we also know we're leaving Detroit as like the primary. So like the th the difference is if I'm watching Power and you get into it with the, with the Russians or such and such, I don't know how this is going to end. Nigga, we know Meech is fine. Yeah. And we yeah. know he's going to ultimately get arrested. So some of that, oh, what's going to happen next week? You don't, you don't really get that. Yeah. I, I think knowing that he ended up getting his connect in L.A. at some point in the very near future, and then that connect in L.A. was giving him the shit he needed to expand all across the country. It's like, all right, K-9, you'll be out of here soon. I don't know how it's going to end on the show, but you ain't going to be around that fucking long. And to your point, even as much of a threat as this character is, you didn't kill him because he... He ain't even got to like where Meech went, you know what I'm saying? And where BMF went. So, um, but I like the character. I like the introduction of him. Um, when they went to the Raven, shout out to another look. One thing they're going to do, they're going to give you some historic shit in Detroit, man. Um, they went to the Raven lounge, still operating alive and well on the East side. Um, you can go <clears throat> check out the Raven owned by Sam Watts that opened up. I think, I want to say a year before St. Cecilia's 1966. Um, the Raven is again, home to a lot of fucking Detroit legends. Barry Gordy, Barry Gordy, Mary Wilson, Florence Ballard is right up the street from uh Northeastern high school. It's a fucking fun place to go if you really want to take your ass back to a land where you can listen to the blues and drink some real hard whiskey and just hear some shit. They are open, I think, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. They only open three days a week. But if you ever want to pull up and just get you a fucking lesson, <laughs> pull up to the Raven, man. You can go learn something. It's going to be crazy, dog. Um... When they went to the Raven, I mentioned it at the top of the pod. I didn't love that scene. I liked them being at the Raven Lounge, but I didn't love what was happening. I wanted to learn who was this Colombian connect. 
Because we heard K9 has, he the only nigga in the city with a connect to the Colombians. If this is his Colombian connect, why are you talking so crazy, nigga? Like, old girl was like, yo, why you mean for no reason? That nigga, like, yo, you come in here being disrespectful. I'm like, what did he say, nigga? I don't even, dog ain't even say nothing in English. Where was the disrespect? Nigga, nigga? I don't like your clone. <laughs> nigga, I don't like how you smell. Yo. <laughs> like, Y'all niggas was just rude. <laughs> yeah, and it's, that's that's what it was. Like it's the eighties. It's yeah. so much fucking money out here, man. Forget man. it. In the nineties and two thousand, like Misha was like, "Yo, it's so fucking much money." Yeah, y'all over here arguing and trying to killing each other over territory. It's way too much money, nigga. Way too much, dog. And in this scene, when um when the Colombian nigga leaves and Meech comes to the table, Big L walked up. I'm thinking. One, I'm thinking, all right, her and K9 fucking, because she was kind of friendly, nigga. She, Touching his hand. Yeah, and maybe it won't be so long before I see you again. Yo, that's so unboss-like. Or like doing, doing what he did? No, Big L. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because no, last year, you made it seem like he was the fucking boss. He was the fucking man and all yeah, that other shit. Yeah, And now you on that nigga dick. Like Touching his hand and all that shit. Not saying that you don't. You, I'm sure women got hoes, too, but like, yeah. you look. She was on that nigga dick like. Like she you not need a, his Colombian connect. I'm like, K9, where your plug at? Where your work just go? <laughs> like, what happened? Dog? But or not K9, Big L. Um, but then he was like, uh, Big L, this is Meech. She was like, Oh yeah, I know him. We met before. Good salesman. But I, I wasn't so, I wasn't I wasn't buying what he was selling yeah. or some shit. And I was like, Okay. Meech was salty the whole time when he was over there. He was. He was sitting there making that face. He making his face like this, bitch. Yeah. Let me keep looking away and shit. And I'm like, I thought this was a good time for them to maybe remedy whatever beef they had. Because for him, I'm thinking, okay, if she see him there with K-9, who she clearly dick riding, maybe this will legitimize him But last season, it left off on... She was like, I don't work with you. Like, yes, the fuck you do. And he walked off, basically. Yeah. And he that, lost up on her. So did she, she clearly stopped <laughs> stopped working with her. And, well, shit. I feel like when Terry got out the game, maybe that's what happened. Because at the end of the day, Terry was the person she fucked with. Even if Meech had that, yes, the fuck you will work with me. Nah, nigga. End of the day, I work with your brother, dog. I like your brother. I'm not selling you. Even though I feel like as a drug dealer... Unless you have like a personal reason not to say, I can't do it. I just don't like, he too flashy. My nigga, you wouldn't even know my brother wasn't for me. We came to that club last, last season. I introduced him to you. Like you, I knew, I found out who you were. We yeah. did this shit. Yeah. You talked to my brother and you liked him because Good he would make convo with you. And y'all was at the bar talking and doing all that shit. And that nigga was just like, yeah, have a good night. Like nigga, cause he was there for business. Turns out you the groupie. Turns out I'm still the one who set up this meeting with Big L, nigga. But like Big L, you want yeah. a more reserved person. Now you in here. Well, she didn't last too long. I actually was hoping we was gonna see more. Like not coming into the season, but that's, once they showed her, I thought, oh, maybe we might see more of her. That's, that's what she get. Shit. Because like, are we we playing? Now nah, at, at first you think like, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of uh, od. Yeah. Yeah. But, but in real life, we playing this game at, at, at very high stakes. Yeah. Right. Um, I'm already thinking about doing business with this man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I've been growing him a little bit. 
I already know I'm gonna do business with this man. Yeah. As soon as I found out that you know him, you badmouthing him publicly. Yeah. yeah. To, to me. To me. So you would do this to anybody else. Nah. I'm gonna do business with this man. Shut your fucking mouth. Yeah. That's not nobody else's business. Like, and why would you sit there and broadcast? Nah, that's not. Mm-mm. So, in my statement, thinking Meech being with K9 would legitimize Meech to Big L, I didn't expect her to make shit hot, basically. Because if she did, nigga, like, oh, yeah, I know him. He's a good salesman, but I ain't buy what he's selling. You could have been like, oh, yeah, we, we, met, met, we, we met before. Boom. Done. Less is more. But once you start doing all that, it's but like who okay. You all that? Well, K9, I don't like how this nigga smell, and <laughs> I don't like how you tell. And K nine, I'm sitting here clearly doing something with this nigga. So when you walk, I don't know if you think you telling me some shit that I don't already know. Like enough. So if I sent him on a mission, yeah, to see if he would pass my test, I clearly want to do business with him. Yeah. And now you bad mouth. Now listen. Who else you gonna bad mouth my man's to? Now you put me in a fucked man. up position. Shut your fucking mouth. And you don't know how I know him. So from that alone, watch your mouth. In, in real life, this happens often. Yeah. Because I've had I've been in places where people have talked to me about people I actually know and not the best light. And I'm like, you think shit sweet and you have no fucking idea. Who this person is to me Yep Yep Whatever your intended goal was It just did the opposite Yeah Of course I'm not gonna cut your fucking lips off your face I I just thought that was a little aggressive But like I think you are I don't trust your judgment Because you talking about somebody to another person And you have not established What side of the game everybody on And not only was cutting her lips off An aggressive move I wanted a watch <laughs> you didn't buy me a watch. You bought your crew a watch. But it's but listen, he said, "Yo, to a certain extent." Hmm. Here's a his. I had a conversation with a, a a young lady who came or a woman, yeah, uh, who came through the studio uh, to do a walk around or whatever. And uh, we we had a really good conversation, and it was about like appearances. Yeah, she had a, some family members or whatnot. Um, Younger family members who thought like, yo, I should be able to dress how I want to do. I can do this. Yeah. And they had a, a particular title, but people didn't treat them like uh, that. Like yeah. that. Well, listen, I got my MBA and this and this. And she cut into him like, my nigga, everybody at this cable got them letters behind their name. Mm. I don't give a fuck about your degree. Mm. Everybody at this fucking table got a degree. Facts. If everybody in this motherfucker is in a three piece suit. Um, or in a professional business skirt, yeah. and you come in this motherfucker in a full length mink, and you wondering why you don't got the same respect as everybody else because you look out of place mm. socially, and mm. you, if you keep banking on, but I got my degree. Everybody at this table is qualified, yeah, because we work at the same place. You wouldn't be at the table if you weren't qualified. So besides you meeting the medium criteria to work here, what else? Yeah, you're yeah. not fitting in. Yeah, so. Sometimes we got to check that shit. Like, I'm doing business with the... Clearly, I'm qualified. Talk to me with some fucking respect. Yeah. It's it's fucked up, too, because... I really feel like... And again, we didn't get a ton from Big L's character last year. But 
she made enough of an impact over them two or three episodes she was on where I thought seeing her again in episode one, I'm like, oh, this could be fun. And then uh, she got her ass put the fuck out of here for doing a little too much, man. Um, But what K-9 did in killing Big L and giving Meek her lips, he also let Meech know again. I also, this is more about, this is about relationship. Yeah. Everybody, this is where I was going with that last point. Yeah. I lost it. <laughs> uh, it's about relationships. Nigga, everybody got dope. Everybody got drugs, guns, and gold. This yeah. is more about relationship building. And guess what I just did? My guess what I just expl- I explained that to you before. Now I just showed it to you. Yeah, a motherfucker who was above you in the game out here souring your name with people she don't even know if they know you. Yeah. Now you owe me because that's what I'm putting on the line. I gave these niggas some gold watches. What I did for you is more deeply impactful. Than a fucking gold watch And it sets the tone Whereas If I cut this bitch lips off If you don't give me My fucking money on time I'm killing you I'm killing your brother And him And I don't know What what did he say About the other two people Oh no He said I'm killing you I'm killing your brother Didn't didn't he say Killing their parents Or something The context clues I just figured It was parents But he didn't say parents Or or them two black Something I don't know If they need To it was a couple pieces times in the watching the episode where the audio just wasn't clear what was said. Mm. I don't know if y'all yeah. the mastering or some shit. It's just like, what did he say? Yeah. Um I like the tone he said. Uh he, he said a very power driven tone. Like, hey, this is a power play, literally. To your point, I just took a motherfucker who's above you in this game. A motherfucker you was just trying to work with and buy from. And I just took her out simply because I ain't like the way she spoke about you. And I could tell you ain't like the way she spoke about you. And if I'm going to work with you, I need you to know that I got your back. I also need you to know. Don't fuck this set, up. I need, you to, I need to set the tone. Was like, clearly, I don't allow disrespect. Yeah. A nigga disrespected me in public. I shot him in his fucking head. Literally. A person and you saw that. Yes. A person... I did that twice in the same day. Yeah. <laughs> a no, person body rate is up. A person disrespected you. Yeah. Publicly, privately, and I cut their fucking lips off. Yeah. So if we ever out and about and somebody disrespects me, I didn't set the tone. You know what to do. You gotta know how to Don't have my let back. nobody sour my fucking name in the streets because if they sour my name, it's souring you too. Yeah. Canine just basically told that nigga me hold it down. And also you fuck you late with the work ever? Might go bad for you, dog. Like I don't want nothing on consignment. I'll pay for my shit up front. I yeah. never owe you money, my nigga. But he did what he wanted. He got them fucking 20 keys. He wanted 10. Got you, 20 from him. You ask for 10, you can handle 20. I I wonder though. I don't love that logic though. Nah, I do. Sell if you ask for 10, let me give you 12. Nigga, <laughs> like Giving them 20, like, all right. My nigga, you hounded me down. Also a fact. Nigga, don't give me only a 2% of a <laughs> or whatever. Like, nigga, you hounded me down. You you keep showing up here. Hey. You asked your brother, or you asked my brother to set you up with a meet. Last hey. year, I was like, nah. I don't know you, nigga. Step off. And you ain't going nowhere. Yeah, you keep coming around. So you better handle it. And he even, he before he go off, he's like, yo, with all due respect, or respect. Well, I don't forget why he said. Basically, yeah. like, 
My G, I'm a, I'm a buyer. You a seller. Why ain't this working? And yeah. then that's when he schooled him. Yeah. But like, yeah. what's what's the problem, my G? That nigga you, with a guns and butter speech. You know, I fucking hate that shit. I like the thought process behind guns and butter. Why'd you call it guns? Why and butter? guns and butter? <laughs> it never made sense, and it never will. Some I seen somebody yesterday like y'all. This is what y'all young niggas don't understand. Nigga, tell me why it's called guns and butter. You could have picked any two things, and it could have made so much more sense. Guns and butter? Could have been guns and bullets. Could have been bread and butter. You could have went very simple with could this be shit. bread and water. Come on, huh? Come on. Now. It's a lot of ways to go. But now and later, <laughs> peanut butter and jelly. I don't Come fucking care. <laughs> Salt and pepper. <laughs> while all this is happening, while Meech is, is out here trying to work on a new connect, get a new plug so he can bring the fucking 50 boys and the 12th Street together and create BMF for the second time. Um, Terry just driving. Terry just out driving, living a very normal life with his daddy. Uh, <laughs> he living a very normal life with all the things clothes and jewelry that he amassed when he was not living a regular life because <laughs> they don't like them chains at the house <laughs> but think about that so i got now i got the i got the fast cars i got tons clothes, of clothes and jewelry uh. yo now 50 dollars a day ain't really shit i live in the projects my nigga <laughs> 50 bucks in 1989 a day yeah when nigga my first job in the 90s was making 475 an hour yeah i was not making 50 dollars a day 50 a day to drive some niggas from here to there, I'll be alright. In high school? And I already have money. If I made $19,000 when I was in high school, boy. Nigga, I ain't make $19,000. <laughs> like, it's just wasn't, it wasn't happening like that. But after he gets his chauffeur's license for him and his dad to. Did he pass that test? So I didn't catch it at first. It was when they're walking into St. Cecilia, him and his man. And his man was like, he said something like, thanks for that $50. He was like, yeah, I might have lost a bet, but I still passed the test. Mm. So I was like, there we go. All right. Because they say a higher score. Gotcha. So he passed that test. And um, when he went home, his mom was like, how'd you do? He said, you know, I passed. Whoa. But then they holding his baby. They got Terry Jr. And then that nigga look around. Lawanda here with the baby. Where the fuck you come from? Y'all left me. You ran away last year. After you got shot in the eye. Yeah. Because she, she was like, yo, I'm going to take the baby and go with my mom. Because, you know, they did a flashback shit. I'm going to take the baby and go with my mom and them for a little while to let shit die down. Yeah. Like, my nigga. After they mama told her, you, you got, enabling them. You nigga, you got shot in the face outside this house. They coming for you. Yeah. Yeah. So we, me and the baby, going to leave. And it made sense. It made sense logically why you would get up out of there, but don't conspire with my mama. Yeah. Don't do that. That got I'm, the nigga back in the game. Yeah. I, y'all literally forced him back into the game. He was all about this driving shit. Even after me told him, I was cool with the driving shit. But you took my kid away from me on some like, we trying to get him out. So let's strategically fuck him up emotionally, send his girl and his, his baby Away for a few months and then when y'all come back, I bet you he be out the game. I bet you. Uh I wasn't mad I wanted to be in back though. Yo. 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 Why did it take me like a week to figure this out? Because we were talking about last week. Soraya, that's yes. your girl. Yeah. <laughs> Nigga. I could not think her name for shit. 
I think I said it right on the pod when I listened back, but I didn't no, know. I, I was Googling the fuck out shit. Um, but yeah, Wanda being back in bad thing. <laughs> I think I Googled Emmett's girl. <laughs> nigga, I'm like, couldn't think his name. It took for them damn house party tickets for me to get his real name right. Yo, um, when they back in the crib, this is, I, I think I, I shed a tear laughing <laughs> at this one thing because how quickly BMF turned into the best man uh, <laughs> when she told her to wipe that shit off your fucking face. Dog, dog, dog. She's like, wipe that shit off your face. Well, wipe that mess, I think, because you know she don't. Yeah, cuss. she ain't cussing, especially in the house. Yo, she slapped that shit out of her ass. Yo, she smacked blood out, little girl. I said, damn, Nikki. I'm saying we didn't talk back. Like you, you didn't have the ability to talk back to your parents at the time. What I'm no, back in the day, we actually got the shit smacked out of yeah. us. But it still was wild to watch. Like, damn, say what Nikki. you want under your br- well, say what you want in your head. But in yeah. the presence of me, that you under don't your respect me. Get you popped too, nigga. Because you me. Dog. Um. They had Sunday dinner. Meech was supposed to be there. He didn't pull it up on mom. At Wendy's, she get a nigga's food for free. He tried to give her a hundo, she ain't take it. No, that nigga no. didn't pay for a meal. All right, listen, because some of this shit we don't gotta go into super duper detail. But with mom and dad, why she won't get that nigga no pussy? Because she looks at him as less than a man. Exactly. Because we're poor, which is why he started selling yeah. dope. We're poor because of you, my mom. Uh, but that's re- that's re- neither here. We, we 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 touched on that last season. Because you should also accept his drug money. Um. So listen. Your man don't got no type of skills that people want to pay money for. No. That he can do above and beyond what he's currently doing. No. Right. So the idea that somehow you guys are just going to come up on tons of money to get fucking paint for your drywall plaster yeah. fucking home. <laughs> yeah. Like, fam, the paint is a, anyway. Um, you won't take the drug money. And you don't respect his legal money. What other option is there? Because you also work at Wendy's. And I'm not saying that you ain't making an honest living. But I am saying that I'm still the man of this house and contributing the most to it. He was working two jobs, bringing Um, my checks home to you. And you never said anything about us being late or past due. Man, you was fucking the money up. I worked Two different jobs. Yeah. Came home, gave you the checks while you weren't working. Because even that scene when they was at breakfast and she looked over and was like, that should have been us. I'm like, bitch, it is you. Y'all here eating breakfast just like them. What you mad at? (laughs) Like what? Because they got an omelet. You got a donut. You got to go to work. You don't have omelet time, motherfucker. Like, relax. Calm down. My nigga, credit scores don't exist. Y'all ain't got nothing. <laughs> Why you ain't up? Credit scores came out that year. Literally. 1989. Like, Why you not up? Y- y'all got two check stubs? Like, what the fuck? Shit is fucking... It's maddening because it's like... Again, I don't know shit about the real Charles Flinnery and what his mind was before he started getting involved with Meech and Terry and what they had going on. But to show Charles Flinnery, like, they're... they're they're showing us all the little like nuggets. So listen, because uh, your kids don't respect you, your they, wife don't respect you, and the house is still paid off, isn't it? Come on now. No, that was a uh, that was Franklin, or did they pay the house off? Terry or Meech paid the house off, and then that's why he kicked him out. 
Yeah, but the house still paid off. Yeah, come on now, cause you ain't get that money back. Why y'all still struggling? What's the bill that y'all struggling with when the house is paid off? Well, now uh, Nikki Titty's getting big. They said her bras don't fit. <laughs> That's a wild statement. <laughs> That's what they said. I didn't. I was just sitting there watching like you. But like, no, really though. Yeah. What's the bill that you're struggling with since you don't have? You no longer have a mortgage to pay. Bras. It's the only thing they mentioned. <laughs> like, I'm confused. Like this nigga got his own business, got a regular job. You working? Come on. Terry work with him, so they and make there's it. a Benz in your driveway. Come on, man. <laughs> like the absurdity of that there's a Benz in your driveway and a half a million dollars worth of jewelry upstairs. Yeah, I didn't really understand why they were still like broke, like visibly broke. Because again, Meech caught y'all up on the house. The it's house is now. paid for. It's good now. It's done. The eight thousand dollars that that house costs. It's gone. It's paid for. Like we did it. It's not even the, this e course. Yeah. The house is cheaper than it was in the city of Detroit, and yeah. the house was fourteen thousand dollars. Like I think my parents paid like fourteen grand originally, or something. Yeah. Shit like, or twenty one thousand dollars or some shit for that. Like I, it's yeah. not a lot of money. Well, current day, yeah, 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 not a lot of money, but, but it's for it to be paid off. Y'all should be y'all don't have okay. A, you don't have a car note. There's not a note being paid on them vehicles. Is shit that bad? Why are you inviting people to dinner? Who is this lady from church or wherever? Work, whatever. Why is she here eating y'all good food? Terry Jr. here. It's a whole nother mouth to feed here. LaWanda look hungry. Like, come on, lady. You got to get the fuck out. Because we ain't got no money, apparently. Or is she still fucking the money up? Like, I don't know. Mom might be buying money. But I don't know why she's so mad at motherfucking Charles. I seen somebody online like, I think the mama cheating. I'm like, y'all do know this is not a fiction. <laughs> I don't think that's the route they're going on with this story. That's just me personally. Just saw his mom at the premiere. <laughs> like, don't think that's where they was going to take her. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, y'all do know this is based on the true story, right? Like, she's like, I bet money his the mom Sounded cheating. Sounded like Meech was already offended at the shoelace thing. <laughs> like, I don't think he would have signed off on his mama cheating. Like, yo, put some respect to my fucking yeah, mama's name, like, I, I think they would have kept it slow on that. But, um. Side note, uh, Meech took a plea because they said they was about to arrest his mama and his dad. Yeah. It was like, yo, they not going to jail. Fine, I'll take the plea. Yeah. And then when he agreed to the plea, they changed that shit the last minute and gave a nigga all them years. Yep. Um, but I'm not letting my parents go to prison. Nigga loves his fucking parents. Yeah. And that's so similar to the convo we was just having about him and Terry. Even with all the fucking like discourse and, and all this just like disconnect. I still love my family, dog. Let's be very fucking clear. When he was talking to uh, his mom in the drive-thru, she like come to come to dinner, like, "Yo, dad, gon'." He said, "What pop gonna say?" He gonna be mad about that, and, and he I, was like, "I just want to respect him." And I know I didn't like it at the time, but like, shit, I didn't. I agree with the nigga now. I, I get it now, cause I'm 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 a grown man in these streets. I might be y'all baby, but I'm a grown man in these streets, and I understand the respect shit. Where me live? Streets. Show me his house. He living at Ben's. Bring the whips out. Meech got to be in that crib they bought in Southfield last season. That bitch got raided, though. Or, oh, yeah. He probably shouldn't. Well, no. It ain't get raided. Uh, he got robbed. He got robbed by Lamar and them. So people know where this shit is at. Yeah, move next door. Fuck it. I mean, shit. Terry got shot in front of y'all other crib. Y'all still there. I don't understand being rich and still living poor. Uh, let me rephrase that. I don't understand being rich and still living in poverty. Yeah. I get that. 
I get that. Because you can live like you're poor. Yeah. I don't actually have to be poor. Yeah. Um, Because Terry let me disrespect him so bad with that money throw. And I'm like, Terry, remind this nigga you got a couple dollars. Damn. Broke ass nigga. So when Terry finds out that uh, his mom and his baby mama conspired to get him out the streets. That scene fucked me up because I was like, damn, dog. I don't think it was till that moment that I actually bought into Terry, like being on some like, I'm out, nigga. I'm not in the game. Like, not that I thought he was fronting, but I think because I knew he clearly still ended up getting back and selling drugs. It was something in me like, man, Terry full of shit. He don't care about this show first shit. And then that nigga was like, man, I don't know who I can trust. Y'all did what? Man, this is some fucking bullshit. My nigga, you got shot in the fucking face while our baby was being born. I will do anything. Like when parents be like, I'll do anything for my kids. Yeah. This was anything. I, would you lie to your kid to protect him? Yes. This was anything. If you say you would do anything, I'll die for him. Will you live for them? Okay, Lauren Hill. But um, it's got to be fucked up as a new dad for your baby mama to just slide on you. That nigga's not a father. Yet. Yeah. At that. At yeah. That, like my nigga. I mean, y'all ain't been through shit. The baby three months. Even when you got out the game, the baby wasn't even there. You ain't. Yeah. Y'all didn't have a conversation on the phone. Say, come back. I'm out the game. So have people asked you this? I've gotten this question really since last season. Um, about Terry Jr. Do people ask you like shit about that? And mm. I'm like, I don't know what y'all want me to tell. Like, I'm not in their family. I don't know. He's, he's, he's not. I don't want to be. Terry Jr. is out here. Yeah, yeah. No, but I'm He's like, around. People keep at like, they be like, yo, why Terry Jr. ain't on this show? I'm like, I don't know why they didn't get him. Da Vinci is there. I don't know. I don't know. Terry Jr. don't want to be an actor. It's also that, nigga. Not everybody was. I didn't befriend 50 Cent, and 50 Cent didn't send me to acting classes. I wasn't at auditions. Like, it didn't happen, bro. I don't know. But niggas be asking. Or it did, and it he didn't make it. It didn't pan out. Yeah, I don't fucking know, dog. Or a nigga out here getting money. I'm like, I ain't about to be fucking acting like my dad. What um, what you think about, and I know it's La La, but in general, Terry's uh, attempts at getting at the. I don't understand it. Like, why her? Why you going so hard at her? You know she married to a nigga in the to game. To another nigga in the game. You're a child, my nigga. You still live home with your mama. But more importantly... That nigga's in the game. Like, bro, or maybe you're not in the game no more. Is it because fuck the nigga we was working with? See, and that was y'all friend. I say met that nigga through Pat. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you Pat friend. So, fuck that nigga. So, fuck all his friends too. I'm going to get on this bitch. It just seemed like a dangerous road to go down, specifically for a nigga that's playing it straight. Because Charles ain't protecting you from this. One, I don't think you can afford her. Also, that. That little orchid cute. Because one, I'm married to a nigga in a game and I have an actual job. Yeah. Um, if Lala gets with Terry, she's also a pedophile. Yeah. Um, because he is 17 tops this year. Maybe. Yeah, it's just little, bro. Yeah. Meach like 19. Then we try to figure out how yeah. old Meach was. It well, I mean, I guess we can technically figure out how old they were in uh, 1989. Let's just do the math right quick. Uh, how old is Big Meech? 
I, it says how is Big Meech Motherfucker He's doing fine <laughs> Why does shit pull up uh, Lil Meech page Talking about born in 2000 I'm like wait uh, Big Meech is 54 years old And Terry is 53 years old They're only a year apart Okay uh, They born in Meech was born in 58 I mean 68 So that means uh, T was born in 69 So Meech 21 now if we going off their real ages, he twenty one and eighty nine, which mean Terry twenty or nineteen. Yeah. Okay. Um. But something ain't right in TV land because you were still in high school, just doing your driving, getting your your yeah. chauffeur. Well, chauffeur's license different. It's different. Yeah. So maybe a nigga is nineteen twenty. Well, go go get an apartment, my G. I mean, his girl said, "Yo." I love you for putting you and Meech bed together. Now that he don't live here, but how about me, you, and Lil Terry go get a spot? Let's say you you don't sell drugs anymore. You have some money, pay for an apartment, which is three hundred dollars a month, uh, for the year. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, not for you, but like pay the year yeah. for three hundred, and like then the fifty dollars you make a day. Just, just live your life, bro. Why, Take why care you of yourself. Your, and and quite possibly, maybe mom and dad can have a little extra money if they didn't have a whole fucking adult eating all the food. Now, I wasn't mad at him telling uh, Lawanda, motherfucker, you just took our son and ran off. Nigga. I'm not getting a crib with you right away. Like, calm the fuck down. You just got back. I also would say, nigga, I left because I didn't want to get murdered because someone just, like, let's just say you didn't come out the house right now and they came in. She should have said that, yeah. but instead she said, thank you so much for telling me to get out of town and help him get out the game. It's working. Dumbass. Now he over here daydreaming about fucking Lala and shit. Oh, while fucking shout out to the homie. Yo, shout out. Don't ask that nigga what you're thinking about. <laughs> it's not a good look. <laughs> so the homie, um, I ain't going to say her real name. She, she said, this is my voice note. It's okay. just it's just her tweet. She said Terry had one eye on the ceiling fan and one <laughs> on the window. <laughs> Laid up with his baby mama thinking about another woman. Please stop playing with me. <laughs> That's funny. Dog, my nigga was daydreaming, dog. Thinking about fucking Lala. Think about being Emmett. Think about being Emmett's dad. Who else fuck Lala? Think about being mellow. Think about being hoodie mellow. He was thinking about being all the niggas that they hit Lala. Oh, let's talk about when he went uh, up to uh to, her job. to the job with the 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 2018 Cardi's on. Uh, that nigga really did have on some buffs. All black. Some shit that literally didn't exist yet. Like legitimately when he went with the orchid. Because here was the thing. They switched the lenses, but he, he legitimately had on some buffs. But them C's just came out four years ago. <laughs> Maybe five. That particular C, it's the new C. It's the latest C. What the fuck, nigga? I was so mad at the continuity there. And look, I'm always willing to fucking admit when I'm wrong. If somebody can show me some buffs from 1989 with that C, y'all niggas got it, bro. I got the 20K dog wouldn't pay K9. I got it for you. But I don't think that shit existed, <laughs> nigga. That nigga had on some brand new 19 uh, or 2019 buffs 
That shit was wild. In 1989, and we're the only niggas who noticed it, dog. I that mean, pissed me off, bro. As I was like, yo, I pause. Like, nah, that, that threw me off. Because as soon as he walked in, I'm like. Like, nigga, you would have had on some fucking gazelles. I'm like, look at that modern ass C. You would have had on some gazelles. Even if you had on Cardi's, they would have been from 89. <laughs> like, what, nigga? Huh, that pissed me off. But he went up there. Because apparently she ironically works at the place he can go change his insurance, like, or add himself to the insurance for the uh, chauffeur's license or whatever. I'm like, the how do you know that? How did you know that, though? How you knew that was where she worked? Did you know that Kwame Kilpatrick took $80 million, $89 million out of Bank of America and put it in First Independence Bank? I didn't. They was very upset with him by doing that. I'm sure. That nigga got, that got no press and no play. He took the the Ain't one of the accounts know. from the yeah. city and put that shit in First Independence Bank, which is the black owned bank. Black owned joint, track. yeah. That shit got zero pub. Yeah. And but the powers that be were really mad. Yeah. Well, Chase told Kanye, "We can't have your billion." <laughs> oh shit. Um, I think that's really everything, dog. Mom. Don't get wet for Pops because he ain't got no money. Uh, Meech got the plug. Bro, don't deserve no. I oh. know that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. Oh, shit. Hey, yo. Big bad Charles. <laughs> Dog. Got to talk real quick. Um, Detective Bryant got a new partner. Oh, girl. She came from Southfield. The actress who plays her used to be Miss Hawaii in like 1993. She was cold. But she's playing an Asian woman. She Hawaiian. <laughs> she was cold. So I don't know what else is, to um, She was also in Surf Ninjas. She's Samoan. Possibly. Because the quote unquote Hawaiians, they just from Samoa. Like, because Hawaii is a state. You feel me? Which is also wild. They're the only state with their own language. <laughs> and they're the only state with their own nationality. Because they be like, yo, this motherfucker Hawaiian. I was like, yo, this nigga Michigander. <laughs> like, no, he's not. Like, because Hawa Hawaiian is not an ethnicity. Bro. Like, The Rock is from Hawaii, uh, but that nigga is Samoan. Yeah. That's what we really be thinking. When they like, Hawaiian is Samoan. Well. Because Hawaii, like, this nigga Ohioan. <laughs> the Rock's also from, like, Miami, which means he's from another country, because Florida. <laughs> Florida's a different place. Um, yo, uh, Rocky Mayavia. Uh, yo, his dad was, his dad was sliding. <laughs> yo. <laughs> His dad was sliding, okay? <laughs> Rocky Johnson. Come on now. Met uh, My a Samoan and uh, was sliding down in Miami. Oh, he like Vin Diesel parents. Because <laughs> <laughs> Vin Diesel and his brother black as shit. And they just stopped being it one day. Huh. Anyway. Um, what was I about to say? What was I about to say? Uh, oh, Detective Bryant. He got a new partner. Let's talk about the big reveal. We got to get to that. So the big reveal that wasn't, I did not like how they did this reveal. So Detective Brown and his new partner, they out driving one day. They doing some more historical Detroit stuff. She telling them about when Chinatown existed back in the day. Um, Chinatown, for those of you who don't know, is what well, was what is now MGM, basically. 
that whole stretch of street on Fisher Freeway, where the MGM parking lot is, all the way up to where the lodge is. In the Chinese community, are they crying about gentrification? Did they did they say anything about uh, eminent domain and everything? No, they all moved to Troy and just stayed quiet. They didn't say a word. <laughs> they they kicked them out. They had a few of them in Cass Corridor. Um, they kind of glossed over that, but I read up on it. They said that it was a um, basically like a health center that was in Cass Corridor, and it was for uh, – Asians, but it was mainly for the Chinese folks who lived in Chinatown. Then they moved in the um, the homeless and the drunk yep. on Cass Corridor. Yep, <laughs> and then them niggas said, we're going to Troy, nigga, <laughs> and they got the fuck on. Cass Corridor, which is down, downtown and all that shit area yeah. popping, and, and it's, it's totally different. Historic area, yeah. Where Cass Tech was at, the ground was black like asphalt. Yeah. And it was concrete. Yep. That's how dirty yep. it was from yep. people sleeping on the ground, peeing, and like the street yeah. was the 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 sidewalks were black. Nineties to early two thousands, Cass Corridor was a wild walk. It's a wild. It's a wild place for a fourteen year old in the ninth grade every day to, to be at at. 5.45 in the morning yeah. 6 o'clock in the morning Shit 6 o'clock at night Niggas coming Football games and shit Down here Like what Or after Cause I had to get out Of track practice yeah. It'd be dark outside Yeah Cause I ran indoor And outdoor So yeah. like, it'd be dark outside That's a wild area dog Like real talk And it's so wild Now cause to know it then And to see it now Where yeah It's still Some homeless folks over there That'll never change But man It's clean <laughs> Man, you know what's, what's extremely wild? What's so I brought this shit to my attention a couple of weeks ago is where they moved all the homeless people when Super Bowl Forty came to Detroit. Man, they they literally put all the homeless people in a bus and shipped them somewhere. Yeah, I don't know if they put them in a hotel, but like when the rest of the world get here, y'all niggas can't be here. Oh, what they doing in L.A. with the Olympics yeah. coming? Okay, cool. We just gonna bust them somewhere. Yeah. What, what they doing in, in every border town? <laughs> Yo. Wild. All right. This is nothing to do with nothing, but the crisis at the border is out of hand. No, it's fucking ridiculous. And the way the government's handling it is more ridiculous. I just want to say this. I work in a place where I get people in my location, in my store every single day who just got here yesterday. I don't have my ID yet. I don't have my social yep. security number yet. Yep. Somebody I was talking to uh, uh, through Google Translator from Columbia. Oh, we put we, we're seeking asylum here. Like nigga, did you sneak? That's wild. You coming to get? Hmm. That is wild. Tens of thousands of people every single day. Yeah, it's crazy. That's insane. Um, crazy. Biden just went down to the border for the first time today. Was that today? Yeah. I saw the last week when they said he was planning to go down there, which I'm like, cool. About time. You should take Rocky Maivia. <laughs> Just take him down there for protection. The fact that this nigga Rock talking about he all natural is fucking crazy. This nigga damn near 60 years old. <laughs> nigga, you are a steroid. <laughs> My nigga, when you was 28 in the WWF, you wasn't this cut up. I've also seen this nigga eat 10 pizzas. Like It's not regular pizza. Like, when he have his cheat days, yeah, I remember somebody was like, uh, they was like, I hate his Instagram because even his cheat days are healthy. <laughs> no, they're not. It's not regular bread. 
Like it, I don't give a fuck what kind of bread it is. <laughs> Forty pancakes, it's not healthy, nigga. Everything about the rock is cap, my nigga. <laughs> also a fact. You see when he 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 bought the Snickers from in Seven Eleven. Yeah, he said, every single day I was poor and I used to. No, you didn't. You did not. You did not Snickers. Snickers. Only story I believe is you had twelve dollars when you finally got a chance to wrestle, nigga. I believe that because his mama said it. When you was playing for University of Miami, you wasn't as cut up as you is right now. You don't get to be 56 years He was also the worst player on that team. <laughs> <laughs> him and Suge Knight. <laughs> Yo, him and Suge Knight was battling it out. <laughs> That's why y'all should let niggas be on the... Yo, if oh, they would have let Suge Knight stay in the NFL, we would have never got... Tupac could still be alive, <laughs> my nigga. Oh, shit. Tupac could be... Why did Meek Mill make Tupac back? Like, <laughs> what? Why was that a song? This gonna sound bad. Why did he fight at Tank Davis fight? Why did we act like Meek Mill was like sweet <laughs> ever? I'm right. not saying you don't like some of these songs. Mm-mm, no, the intro is the intro. You listen to that Tupac back. That's a bad song. I don't know why it exists. <laughs> That's a bad song. I just don't know why it exists. Uh, that championship album is fucking fire, though. Is that the one with the uh, when he what's just free? Got out of jail. Was free verse by yeah. Hove? I just listened to that the other day. I don't. I, I don't think that might be like on expensive pain shit. But that uh, that championship, which was championships, came out in if my. In oh, no, that's the what's free. Yeah. Yep. Oh that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rick, that's that uh, verse. Yeah, yeah. I just listened to that song the other day. That was a good song. Man. This album was really that good. was hard, but that song was fucking amazing, dog. Um. All right. I, all right. We back. Let's wrap this shit up, man. Uh, Detective Bryant is also holding B. Mickey's gun hostage. Did we know that B. Mickey was a rat last season? I don't know that I remember Detective Bryant having this gun, which would make B. Mickey a rat. Because, nigga, if you don't tell me what I need to know, you're going to prison for double murder. Where did he get the gun, bro? I, I got to go watch the finale or something. Yeah, because like, I remember him hiding something from Meech, that, that old girl. Yeah. But like I don't remember him. Yeah, like you ain't tell her Meech she was snitching till it was time to kill her. But... Remember when we asked you like you like oh I knew yeah you like well what happened if you would uh if you ain't tell me you looked yeah. at him like you know what was gonna happen nigga but I'm like when did Detective Bryant get this nigga's gun because it's the gun that killed J Mo and Cato so you got him on double murder I kind of feel remember I think it oh. did because remember when we talked last year like why you keep using that same gun why yeah. you keep holding it? we was like nigga you're stupid for that because you- I I. I feel like vaguely we may have found that out at the end of last season but it's like where i just can't remember where detective bryant got it and i know a few of y'all gonna be listening to this part and be yelling at the pod like nigga it was when they was at the stove we watched we watched some more stuff it's a lot of shit i'm gonna definitely go back and check it out because i do want to see it but if y'all remember when detective bryant got the gun let us know because i'm blanking on that shit but he holding that shit hostage at his house to be perfectly honest with you, yeah, I'm not even capping. Yeah, like in my heart of hearts, I believe this would be the case. I'd have shot the fuck out that nigga in my house. Oh, nigga, when because I come in the crib and you sitting in my shit, 
I mean, even after I put my after to put the gun down, everything yeah. while we just talking, I would have shot the fuck out of him because there is no reason that you can explain why you're in my house. Come on, I'm off. I beat yeah. the case, Your Honor. I came home. A dirty cop was like, there is nothing that yeah. you can explain to me unless you got a warrant or some something of some sort. What why you, you would be in my house? And I would have shot the fuck out you. The only evidence you got on me is in your house that you did not turn in. It it's doesn't locked count. in a safe that nobody will see. <laughs> like it's literally locked away in your house, your personal shit. So yeah, dog. Soon as he would have put the gun down over, there, I would have shot the. I'm off, nigga. What a free murder. Uh, um, two things. What do you think about his weak ass son, smart ass son? I like that scene, and I'm gonna tell you why I like that scene because. Those kids exist, and they've existed f- from the beginning of time, right? Every kid ain't your fucking tough, macho, hyper-masculine. They just not. Some of them like comic books, and they're really smart, and they get bullied for it. And it's you, unfortunate. You know this, his son is being used against him at some point in this, in this season. Oh, 1,000%. Because there's no other reason. To I don't know him. that his son's going to survive this season, dog. And if he does, to your point, he will be heavily threatened. Like, Did you notice the character that was on the t-shirt looked exactly like Steve Harris. Yeah. Yeah. And he had a badge on his belt. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he, he turns you into a superhero, my G. That was uh Steve Harris in Sugar Hill. Like also, why are you mad that he has his own as an undershirt? Why are you mad? He eating a pop tart sandwich with peanut butter on it. I told you to eat oatmeal. Cause he wanted to pick, he wanted him to get the protein. He put oatmeal. peanut butter on it. <laughs> he, he wants you to eat oatmeal. So you yeah. get the protein. Trying so you can start up. working out. Yeah. So you don't get beat up in school. Hey, teach him how to fight. That'll help. And guess what? Getting some, bigger. ain't going to keep him from getting bullied. Some kids is not going to fight. He, and he seemed like a sweet spirited kid, man. Like he really just a smart kid. He was like, yo, these basically got all the four different components. And this yeah. Thing and he like, yo, if we use, my toughness in your brains, please, nigga, you good. But it's just like teach him how to defend himself. He ain't got to eat a damn oatmeal bowl to get bigger, bro. Like I didn't like how she ran a nigga over with a car, missing the tooth. Uh, and yeah, I didn't was, like that. He got caught with all the work and seemingly was out the next day to be yeah. back in the hood. Yeah. Um. All right, let's get to it so we can get the fuck up out of here. What'd you think about the reveal? Uh, it's it's truthful. Yes, because Terry, I'm sorry, Meech, Meech, and his character in real life did get into a shootout, mm-hmm. and he ended up being with a colostomy bag and yeah. everything like that. So he didn't die; he's still mm-hmm. alive today. Yeah, uh, on YouTube, you can hear him talk about it. Yep. <laughs> um, but I don't need this character on the show no more. Yeah, and that's because there's been a lot of people online like. Oh, well, if y'all niggas read the fucking book, he's still a lot. We know that. And he, but not, a, not a, he, he wasn't a threat no more. <laughs> the beef was over. <laughs> like it was done. It wasn't, or it wasn't what it was. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I didn't like the way they basically double revealed it. Like the end of the episode where they go to this thing and his eyes pop up. That was all we needed to ever see. We didn't need to see him take the uh, new partner, the detective, into the, oh, I want to be transparent because after everything that happened with my old partner. What, what they should have did was that. And when they walked out the room, he should have opened his eyes. Boom. So we would have got the reveal. In the episode, right in that one scene. Yeah. You gave us this shit 12 minutes before the show went off. 
and then brought us back to it at the end. And the nigga eyes open. And it was like, well, nigga, you just told us 12 minutes ago, we're keeping him alive in case he wakes up. You know and then I he feel tells like us happened? you shot him. Hmm. I feel like Lamar's character got so much praise that they wrote him into season two after season one. After season one? Because he was probably it. supposed to die. I can see it. Because like, yo, he's we're still going to dramatize this shit. It don't have to be so true to life that we can't walk away from a character who won't matter or two Meech, seasons from now. Or Meech, who is still trying to get out on appeal, was like, yo, it's probably a good idea for me not to have killed somebody in my life story. We said that uh, last season, though. Um, yeah. I also don't know why, if you're trying to beat a case saying that you were not actually selling drugs, why you have you... Uh, your son and your brother telling us how you did it and making documentaries about how you did it while you're still trying to get out saying I didn't do it. Yeah. And even in the do- the documentary was worse because he was like his voice like, yo, I ain't never touched the money. I, everything ran through her. When, when we was yeah. getting arrested, she called me and told me to fam. I mean, unless you accepted the fact that you're gonna be in there, just yeah, drop the appeals, drop everything like that. But like you, how does this supposed to work? I personally wouldn't have any content out. I can. Let's just say it's a bad idea. But let's just say you did the TV show. It's fiction. I got to make some money to fight my defense anyway. Yeah. But the documentary does not help you. No. And all the people who are telling how great you were at doing this thing that you did not do, that don't help you. Yeah. It ain't the greatest approach in the world. Um, I don't like. So, again, we know the character that Lamar is based after. We know that he's alive. We know that he did not die in real life. But this reveal felt very TV. Uh, Kanan getting stabbed and set on fire and yeah. then popping up season three don't at Jukebox House. Don't need it. It felt like that. This I'll I I say this. He better not be the villain for this whole season. Nigga, he better not come out that hospital firing or no, he better come out with a colostomy bag and a wheelchair. Because the first time we find that people find out he alive, somebody better come shoot this nigga. Come on. Because the whole BMF is together now. All those crews connected. Yeah. Everybody get together and shoot this shit we out. We all 12th Street and he can't survive. Or we all one group now. 12th Street, 50 boys saw a BMF. And his man's is dead too, ain't he? Yeah. yeah. He killed him. Oh, he does? Yeah. Turn his lights off. Yeah. Turn the water off. Motherfucker turned his water off, dog. So, interested to see how they do that. Is Cash all on this season? I was about to say, shout out to her uh, Her son had a birthday party. Oh, shout out to it. Happy birthday, Lil' uh, King. That birthday party was uh, a lot. Yeah. They was, they was asking for some any photographers in the city uh, to come out. <laughs> It was a it was an event. I yeah. couldn't make it. I had to, some prior engagements. I really wanted to go, but uh, she got him some buffs and a Rolex. I saw that for the one year old. I saw that. Um, shout out to my nigga Tracy T, man, good dude. Um, yeah, shout out. Nah, to that's the, that's the second kid I ever seen with a buffs and some Rolex at one. Mayweather's grandson was the first. I remember that first kid I seen with some buffs. Technically, that's the third. Shout out to Brooks. That's where I was going. Yeah. I was about to say, my nigga Brooks. He engineered uh, the shit out the motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's just a smart nigga. <laughs> a, a creative. <laughs> like He's like a fresh engineer. Yeah. Making yeah, all that nah. type of shit for his kids. Like, that's the yeah. first. Nah. Um, that was definitely uh, 
the first time I seen a baby with some buffs. Yeah, and, and they fit his face. Yeah, the other ones is big ass glasses on the. Yeah, kid. no, the other ones are very, like that's like when you put glasses on a dog, like they yeah. don't fit. Or when every one of you niggas bought your fair, first pair of straight backs, <laughs> and the bitches leaned all the way off the back of your fucking head, dog. <laughs> um, oh, uh, last thing, last thing, last thing. So we know Detective Bryant clearly fucking survives because he's there in 2005 when Terry gets arrested. Do his partner make it through the season? Early prediction. I feel like she's going to die. I don't know why. It's got a feeling. I have no idea what they're yeah. going to do with these people. I, I don't know why. I just have a real strong feeling she ain't going to make it. Why? What? So Monique is in this episode, this season. Too. She'll be in this season. She is going to be... A strip club owner who helps them start expanding. Hmm. And Leslie Jones seemed mad out of place. I didn't like how they had her acting. So I have a thing, right? And I feel this way about a lot of TV shows and movies, especially with actors who I don't see in a lot for me to have like a basis for whether I think they can act or not. I've seen Leslie Jones and stuff, but most of it has been comedic. I haven't seen her in a ton of serious stuff. So I know how she acts on the comedic side. And this, I would imagine they don't want her to be the fucking comedic relief, right? She was felt comedic relief. It felt comedic relief-ish, right? But I don't think that that's intentionally what they wanted that role to be. Right. Um, but I have a thing where I wonder, is this person not able to act? Or is it the direction that they're being given? Because... I've seen, for instance, in some of the Tyler Perry vehicles I've watched, niggas who I thought were not good actors. And then I've seen them in other shit and be like, oh, you're just being directed to do what you did in that that I didn't like. So with this Leslie Jones appearance, I was like, did they tell her to overact that that scene? Will we see more of her where she's maybe a little more regular or was that just how she was going to deliver these lines no matter what? Because I didn't love it, dog. Like, even if, if I did not know that she was Leslie Jones and she was a comedian, it just seemed out of it place. It felt weird. It was very weird. Um, and even the fact that, who is this black bitch? Nigga, so she just an FBI agent. You, like You what? just kind of walked me into it. Now, granted, I didn't necessarily love older Meech last year either in the scenes where they would show him. Him narrating was one thing. But in the scenes they would show him, I'm like, eh. She did bust through the door real cartoonish. Like, well, where she come from? What, what's up with her? But like, I'm not loving older Terry right now. Like on on this episode, like it, it just kind of felt very flat. Um, but <laughs> we know Terry's the chill one, the more reserved one. So I don't know. <laughs> you know who? <laughs> shit. You know who could play uh, older Terry? Who that? He a little too dark for it. The gooey raccoon. <laughs> the gooey raccoon could legitimately play. Terry He not tall enough I was about to say, Shit This Terry didn't look that Da Vinci looked taller Than the nigga they had Playing Terry bro But he could be the gooey raccoon I mean the gooey raccoon Yeah I see it I, I think that This Terry At least episode one Left a little to be desired um, We never gonna see him again You'll hear his voice. We gonna hear him narrate. Oh, he we'll probably we we'll probably see him like once or, one, at the the, la, the last episode. We'll oh yeah, because like him. they showed Meech in jail. One of them scenes, like he was like getting on a bed or some shit. So we'll probably see him again. But I was just like, eh, all right, that was a little underwhelming intro to the Terry story you know, or the Terry version of the story. But all in all, man, three spinoffs. 
three spinoffs. Got wow. it right here on deadline. I'm drugged out. Bro, I don't know what three spinoffs he can pull. Um, Yeah, 50 Cent shared his plans with Deadline to expand the BMF universe oh. with three spinoffs. Oh, okay. Plans. That's just yeah. the plan. It's early days, but planning is ongoing and it's happening. It's not happening. Um, do, do, do. And the BMF universe will be called BMF Immortal. Don't do it. I don't love it. I don't love it. Um, even though Jackson did not renew his exclusive deal with Stars in September, both Jackson and the Stars Network remain committed to creating content that connects culturally like BMF and the Power Universe. A source at the season two premiere shared with Deadline that the network has heavily invested in Jackson, who has shown a proven track record as a producer who resonates with audiences in a big way. So how it was presented and possibly how we presented it was a little bit different. He had an exclusive deal with stars that didn't get renewed. Yeah. He is able to do something with anybody now yeah. and not yeah. only stars, yeah. which is a little different than how, how the media reported. Yeah. So by default, how I reported it yeah. was like, yeah. yo, stars got rid of you. No, the exclusive deal with stars is not. So if it doesn't work there, I can take it to anywhere. It's not like, yo, we're not going to do business with Curtis Jackson because yeah. he's still executive producing shit that's on stars, which makes it a better, that's a better look for him and just more accurate to real life. Yeah. And it just, it sounds a little more understandable at how he'll continue with power and star and BMF related shit. Cause we were questioning like, What's going to happen with those vehicles yeah. when that relationship is over? But it doesn't sound like the relationship is actually over. Just the exclusive. Just not the. Exactly. So. All right. Well, look, man. Um, A lot more BMF to go. First episode. Wires. That's it. That's it, man. They they put a lot out there. We got a lot of new uh, interesting characters, man. I'm, I'm excited to see where K-9 and that story goes and, and just. Shit, I'm excited to see B. Mickey getting killed. B. Mickey has to die this year. He should have died last year. I mean, because in real life, he was the biggest he was, snitch. He was fucking a snitch, and then you learned she was a snitch and kept fucking her. You ain't kill her till it was time to kill her. When you should have killed her, a lot of low key. Uh, the whole last season was B. Mickey fought. I mean, the reason that the police is on you is because you, you killed, killed J Mo for no reason. We beat his ass. The cops literally told us, beat his ass. Just don't take it too far. Come on. He even told you where he was at. Come on. And J-Mo didn't shoot Terry, far as we know. I mean. No one knows who shot Terry. The nigga life was on the line, and the nigga was still telling you, I didn't do it. But, eh, hey, man. B-Mickey, got to die this year. B-Mickey, the new cop. And I'm going to go K-9. I'm going to say them three died this year, man. I don't know why. But well, K-9 didn't die in real life. So I know K-9 that. He was just at the, the homie yeah, funeral so. two weeks ago. But we'll see, man. Uh, and hopefully Lamar. Hopefully they get Lamar the fuck up out of here. Or at least. He left town. In the event, or Meech left. What? They left town. They left. Um, I don't know. But they got Lamar got to die. I don't. I know what's up in real life. Lamar got to go, bro. We'll see, man. Uh, next week, we will be back. More BMF, more Terry, more Meech. Um, Your Honor, Mayor of Kingstown, get caught up if you're not caught up. Because when we come back, 
We coming in hot. So content, content, content. Hit us up this week in culture across all the socials. This week in culture pod at gmail.com. If you want to send in a voice note, an email, a Blackberry letter, whatever. Other than that, I'm Ant. That's Jay. Episode 280. We out.